0: Hello and welcome to the Dagum Podcast. I am your host, Kubaka. Joined with me is my co-host, Crossbow Dan, and our anger correspondent, Jerma Lee. We're gonna be starting off with our hot take, as we always do, and for our interview segment, we actually have a special guest. He is the owner of Star Wars Replicas US on Etsy, so we will go more into that in the interview segment. And for our final segment, we are going to be breaking down and ranking our list of the Star Wars movies. So, without further ado, Dan, let's go into our hot take.
1: Alright, this week's hot take um, has to do with the last episode of Mandalorian in Season 2.
0: So, spoiler warning, if you have not seen it... You're gonna yep. you're gonna get it spoiled, and if you don't give a give a fuck, then just listen in.
1: Alright. My hot take is that it should not have been Luke who boarded the ship and took Grogu from the Mandalorian. Reaction oh. Ah terrible.
2: Worst.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't like that stop it
1: all right so here are, i've got a list of reasons I'm a man of reasons so uh my first reason is the de-aging C- cgi just looked terrible it took you out of the show it took me out of the show i think uh it just i i don't like DJ, de-aging cgi just never really works that well
0: so are you saying you don't like star wars battlefront to the original luke skywalker being in the mandalorian
1: yeah i don't like (laughs) you're (laughs) saying rogue squadron
0: (laughs) luke skywalker you don't like that being in the mandalorian you're saying that we should they probably should have made him look a little better in the last episode
1: your recast. If they had recast him, I think I would have been a little if, bit more satisfied with it.
3: I don't know, man. I feel like you and a bunch of other fans probably would have been just as pissed off with the fucking recasting.
0: It would have been like, very divided, because I know people were pissed because the de-aging was garbage, and some people were like, well, if you recast him, that's also going to be like the same like right. they're gonna be pissed because it's like, well, it's not my Luke, you know. Like, yeah, there's no you know, one
1: way where neither of those groups are pissed if it wasn't Luke. It's
3: true. I mean, but, you, but y'all could just stop being salty bitches and get the fuck over it too.
0: I was a little I mean, shocked about how bad it was, though.
3: It was
1: really bad.
0: I but, like really bad. out of all of the, I know that they've done it before. Out of all of their digital effects bringing people either back to life or like just bringing this character back on screen like digitally i feel like it's looked better grand moff tarkin looked a little silly in rogue one like he stood out but it still definitely looked like grand moff tarkin um leia at the very end of rogue one again kind of the same thing as tarkin kind of looked a little you could tell she's fake and the mouth movements were kind of weird but she looked real good. Um
1: My question is, how did uh, Fast and the Furious nail it with Paul Walker and, like, adjusting his character to CGI sometimes after his death? And no one else can do that properly.
0: Well, oh, so- Marvel did it with Sam Jackson. and Captain Marvel, he looked phenomenal. Like the de-aging.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Right. Paul Walker's
3: Paul Walker's really wasn't a DH it was just to like replace because they used his brother if I remember right as a a stand-in and his brother looks I mean they look a lot alike so changing the few facial features to make it look like Paul probably not the biggest deal I
2: don't know I I don't know
3: If, if everyone it is it wasn't great it just it didn't bother me enough to care like I was just happy with the moment so
0: I think it was just rushed i think the technology is there to had made it look better so i definitely think it was probably rushed i wouldn't be upset if they wouldn't if they just were like all right dude go back in and fix it just for like future viewings but i feel like deepfake technology just even like looking on youtube is like better than that
1: yeah i like i was it matt stone and trey parker did their deepfakes Nail him. Disney can't. I don't know. I don't know.
0: But like again, I feel like Disney's has successfully done it. I mean at least fairly well. So I just don't know where it went wrong.
1: Oh better than that, yeah.
0: <clears throat> With this one. It's definitely the worst that I've seen. It I initially viewing I mean I've seen that episode about three times. Um first viewing, I was too excited. To be like, I'm not going to let this ruin it for me. Like, it looks silly. I am go- I acknowledge that, but I'm going to live in the moment for now. And then after it, then I can worry about it. And then upon second viewing, I was like, yeah, it's not very good. But everything leading up to that and his dialogue and everything, I thought was good. It was just, it didn't look very good. All
1: right.
0: I would have liked... Um, I was hoping the whole time that they would have just got Sebastian Stan. I'm like, if you're going to get somebody to look like him, he looks exactly like fucking young Mark Hamill. So, fuck
1: it.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: All right. Ready for my next point?
0: I don't know. Am I going to. Ooh.
1: You tell me, Dan. Oh no, is that a Twisted T? Am I going to oh. throw this
0: at your head with this next point?
1: Five points. I kind of want to keep care? this just, just in case. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, So the next point is it felt like just uh, total fan service. You know, just doing it because of nostalgia. Um, It didn't feel like it felt right in the story because of that it just felt like they were like let's throw this in there to make fans happy not actually create
3: a decent story you know i don't i mean i get it's probably the biggest version of fan service yes but if you throw any other known jedi in there isn't it just all fan service like if soga comes back if ezra comes back you bring
0: um, Mace Windu back to life.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you're just... It's all giant fan service either way you look at that point. Maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe, maybe uh, again
1: in the future to...
3: Okay, that's fine. It's but, I mean, you could bring back just a random Jedi, too, and then you're just introducing another character, and you're... I mean, you already have plenty of questions going into the end of this season. Like, I don't... I think they just wanted to leave that one as not a question like you know he's training with Luke you kind of know what Luke's story is beyond this point so it's like it's it's a guided thought now instead of just a well where the fucks he going
0: I I liked I liked it because I'm like I feel like Luke to me was like the only right choice I was like you know the end of episode 6 you know you don't know where he's going after that and then obviously if you jump way into Episode 8, there's a whole bunch of shit that happened between them. You know, he trained, he trained Ben Solo, shit went down with there. It's like, he was obviously trying to, like, train Jedi. And so, I guess, like, why wouldn't he take Grogu?
3: Well, and that, I mean, that brings up another good point, too, is... I don't know, I feel like Luke is just the right character because... of, kind of like what the sequel's or, you know, the sequel trilogy did, like, did, I mean, and, and no one here really cared what they did for, like, cared with what they actually did with Luke in the sequel trilogy. This kind of brings him back to that point, you know, that you left off in the uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, where it's like he's this badass and he's gone on again to try and recreate the Jedi. Um, I don't it, It's what you always picture as Luke instead of this old grumpy hermit that he is in the later ones. I, I like that image a lot more in my head.
2: If
0: Grogu dies though, and well, I will I will understand why Luke was such a grumpy old man, because he failed Grogu and also failed ben Solo. He's just not a very good trainer if he if they both end up being shit.
3: Some so, reason I don't think they're gonna do
1: that, but Well, doesn't this excellently move me into my next point?
3: That's what I do.
1: It's uh, it's makes the plot messy. Where was Grogu in seven? His species certainly, you know, lives to be old enough. Where was he at? Is he dead? Was he dead in the temple? Um, was he, you know, killed by the Knights of Ren? Um, hopefully they explore that in the next season. Will they? Won't they? Who knows? What? Uh, and now it's oh. it's a big question mark.
0: Um, what if he doesn't become a Jedi? I mean, well, that's I feel the, thing, like that, what's that, the point
1: that, of having Luke there. If he doesn't become a Jedi, it's like, shouldn't have been Luke.
0: Well, what if, so cool. he's, so, he's so far be, uh, like behind on his powers because he's been out of training for so long. Say he starts training again, and I don't know, like you obviously, there's that little bit where he was with Moff Gideon like fucking throwing people around and you're like maybe he's got a little dark side in him you don't know we still don't know who took, from, took him from the temple what if Sidious took him
1: who knows who knows Doors. like
0: maybe he's got some dark side I mean Ahsoka mentioned it like you know, and he doesn't remember anything after be, being taken from the temple. All he remembers is darkness. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe he's got some dark side in him and he's like, I don't want to become a Jedi. Maybe he that's how they retcon it. That's why well, he's not in the sequels, because he's not a Jedi. He, he chose not to be.
3: True, or maybe he's just on another planet doing his own thing. Maybe there's a secret order and he's already training some more you know, younglings. Who fucking knows? That's, I don't know, I... Again, it comes back to wanting to write questions for the end of season two. I like the questions it wrote, and I feel like Luke gives you that best direction because, I mean, so in the, at that point, like who else is going to come get him? Like the only options we know of are Ezra, Ahsoka, who already said she won't train him, and Luke. Who else? Yeah, like Mace. Mesa, Mace said to be alive. alive. Yeah, we don't um, know if Cal. But that's the thing is, I don't think they wanted to add more, just more options to the tree right now. They wanted to stick to the, you know, the the base of it, the, like the, the homage of Star Wars, which, again, leans a little bit towards fan service. but I don't know. In, instead of adding, like I said, more branches to this tree, you're just trying to keep it nice and simple.
1: But, I mean, the tree is already full grown, and you're just like... Kind of like, oh, the branch goes this way, or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It it just makes for a weird scenario, and you know, when Ray says, "I am all of the Jedi," it's like, you know, for that fa- for that matter, where are these other people? That you know, where is Grogu at that point? Is he dead?
3: All right. I mean, that or very it's... well could be. Who fuck knows? Maybe Ben right. did kill did him. Didn't
1: die of old age. He got he got murdered. If he.
3: <laughs> All right exactly that's i mean that's fucking fine
0: yeah
2: but yeah know. uh
3: okay
0: i i think the the big point though is that clearly grogu was not a thing when they were making the sequels so obviously that's why he wasn't yeah. mentioned in the sequels because he wasn't a thing
2: mm-hmm.
0: mandalorian's like we're gonna make this character and i feel like the only reasonable explanation would be to send him with luke to kind of tie into the sequels because they're trying to recon fix some stuff, some kind of plot holes into the sequels and just kind of make things, maybe make them a little more sense. Again, my guess but is... you're making is,
1: it more messy that way too.
0: But if you bring Cal Kestis in it, you know, that's yeah. also going to make it messy. I don't know. true. I feel like that keeps it on a, a straighter line. Because if you like Ezra or Cal, it's going to, instead of keeping down that line into the sequels of, you know, him training, I feel like it's going to start branching off to that side again, kind of how Jeremy was saying. It's like, you're going to start branching off too much. And then there's going to be even more holes. So it's like, well, how does Cal tie into the sequels? How does Ezra tie into the sequels?
3: Exactly. I mean, and you already have, like you were, like we were talking about earlier and you hate time travel with Ahsoka. Like Ahsoka is technically supposed to be there for the you know, the sequel trilogy too, isn't she? Like, she's, I mean, she's in theory alive. Like, unless she died again somewhere after we don't know. Like, it's, I
1: mean... It's messy. It's But messy.
3: Th- it's, I mean, look how big the fucking universe is. Like, just because Ray thinks she's the last one doesn't mean she actually is.
1: Ooh. I'm so glad you said it. Just think of how God, big the universe is because this <laughs> yeah. now ties me into my next point.
3: What would you do without me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: our guidance correspondent. So,
1: this is supposed to be a big universe and I really liked the the theme and like the kind of feel of season 1 of The Mandalorian just being a guy in this big universe, you know, doing his own thing. And season 2 as a whole kind of separated from that. Now he's the part he's a part of it. He's met Ahsoka, he's met Boba, he's met um Like, he now holds the Darksaber. Now he's met Luke, too. It's just... It ties in too much for to be just a a big guy in this universe that's supposed to be huge and everyone knows the same three people. I mean, Luke, Ahsoka, and Boba now know everyone. How's that? That makes no sense. I'm okay with him, you know, going out and searching for other Mandalorians. So, to an extent, um, meeting, like, the other Mandalorians, totally makes sense. And because they know Ahsoka, that makes sense. Boba's on Tatooine? Okay. That yeah, felt like service too. But Luke, it, it doesn't really make much sense at all. In that sense. Where this is supposed to be a small town, like a small time guy. Like, I really like the episode where he finds um, Boba's armor in Season 2. That felt like what the Mandalorian... Was in season one. That was the best episode of this season. But as far as season one versus season two, this season two, it's all of a sudden a big universe. And that's not what I got in season one. That's not why I like The Mandalorian.
0: Season two was, I will wholeheartedly agree, there is a fuck ton of fan service. Like, just wanting. To bring all these characters back onto the screen. You know, bringing Boba Fett. They're like, well, we have the Mandalorian. We could bring Boba Fett back. I was okay with Boba Fett coming back. I kind of wish we weren't getting a show. I would have been kind of cool with him dying in the Mandalorian.
3: Um, it's not like a full-fledged show, though, from what I heard. It's like a mini miniseries. Okay. Um, Probably going to be like a four to six episode thing, I would think.
0: But I, I thought the Ahsoka thing was cool um, to maybe limit the amount of fan service that you're talking about. What if you scrapped Luke at the end? You never were introduced to Ahsoka. And Ahsoka was the Jedi at the very end. So that you got Boba as the main fan service part of it. And then... At the end, you get just a little bit of Ahsoka, and you're like, holy shit. And then maybe you don't have to go. But into... why would Ahsoka
3: come back and not just. I mean, why wouldn't he just. She's taken when they met earlier? That's See, what I'm saying. That, that never happened.
1: It wouldn't work. It, it wouldn't work oh. in that sense either. Because the one thing they did do right with Ahsoka is she isn't going to train Grogu. Because yeah. she wouldn't. Ahsoka will yeah. not train like anyone. I don't even think she would really you know, try to train Ezra that much, you know? Sure.
0: I I do agree, though. Like, uh, I think they did a little bit too much of maybe kind of what Marvel does sometimes, where they're like, we just want to bring these characters in because they're going to have a movie soon, or they're going to have a show soon, like... We got to bring him in so then you're hyped because they're going to get their own show now. I mean, I'm excited if
1: for the show. It shows. just happens too much in season two, and Luke just pushes it over the edge.
3: But. It's fair. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, so I think part of the reason it happens so much in season two, especially with Luke at the end, is because I think season three will be getting back to more of him just being a bounty hunter. Probably dealing with a little bit of Mandalorian shit, yes, with the Darksaber, but I think you're going back to that without the whole Jedi thing. I mean, I think that was season two wrapping up very well on that. Um, Yeah, yeah, obviously, like, I mean, he meets Ahsoka. If I can, that's fine. I mean, I don't know. I was okay with the, 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 again, I'm okay with the fan service. Because I'm more excited for season three now, because, like you said, it gets back to that origins of season one and even early season two with the Krayt Dragon episode. And to where it's Mando figuring out his own problems versus having to deal with the Jedi problems as well, which at least again, from what I can assume it would happen in season three and you know, maybe season four, again, it just goes back to fucking fan services. I'm okay with that.
0: I, yeah, I, I kind of hope, um, I think I agree with Jeremy where it's like, we got this fan service. It was great. I do think, you know, with the dark saber, I'm going to be interested to see them go to Mandalore and see kind of the conflict between, between him and Bo. I don't think they're really going to focus on Boba anymore because he's getting his own little show. They're not going to focus on Ahsoka because she's already getting her show. Um, I don't think Thrawn is really going to be much of anything in The Mandalorian other than probably a couple name drops because, again, he's probably going to be in the Ahsoka show. And Luke, I would maybe see just a little bit in The Mandalorian just from training but i don't i don't want it to focus on loot you know it i want it to focus if they do it just maybe on grogu on what's going on but i don't need a lot of it i I think at this point i think no you're good i just i think that it'll be a little bit more confined again because they're all the people that we got fan service for they're going to kind of go off
3: and do their own thing again i I think you're you're kind of absolutely right too like you won't see you shouldn't see Bobo or Ahsoka because they're shows slash mini series. And I think the only other time we're gonna see Luke again is when you're visiting Grogu's training and Mando just, you know, wants to see Grogu and see where he's like at as far as progression. And then the other thing I think it I, I thought about too is like it also helps set up the world around around Mando and like what's going on in the universe to get to the sequel trilogies. Like you it's it's just outer world story building, which you kinda have to have that way you, it helps you give a good place it in time where the Mandalorian takes place. You know, it's it established. That way, you can get a sense for how things are progressing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think they needed Luke to do that. I think Ahsoka definitely, you know, already established you know what's going on in the world and stuff at that time.
3: So I. Like Coop said though, I think Ahsoka is more not necessarily to establish the timeline, but establish her own show. I think that's what she is there for. And I think Boba's the same way, whereas Luke again ties it back to the movie trilogy, you know, like
0: Like in order to build this world in to where it ties into the sequel trilogy, which I'm okay with. I want world building leading up to the sequel trilogy because if it makes the story better into the sequels, I'm cool with it like right i want all this world building between six and seven and that's why i think luke was a good choice because obviously there's a big time period between six and eight or i guess the end of seven into eight when we saw luke again it's like he did something i was like so that's why i thought he was a good choice so was like you don't necessarily have to explain too much other than He was trying to train jedis bring the jedi council back and kind of restore jedi and then obviously failing so we just need to kind of see the rise of it and then the fall of it again we don't have to see a bunch of luke skywalker stuff we just need to see what he was doing because i'm honestly interested i want to see why the fuck he becomes such a grumpy old man obviously something could win
3: and i mean they could be setting up luke just like they set up ahsoka and boba too i mean they could Announce a fucking Luke show at any time, which it, I don't. No I don't
0: want truly, but I mean, I would watch it if it came out, obviously. But yeah, I don't feel like we necessarily that... need it.
3: I feel like there's enough need for it though, because again, the sequel trilogy fucked up Luke for so many people. Like it, it again, it's just kind of it's reestablishing this hero that everyone had in their minds from six, and then rebuilding him up for what they did and. Knocking oh, him down in the sequel trilogy, which I think this episode, I mean, this, uh, that episode it was so happy to, I mean, I was so happy to see Luke just be a badass and fucking run through the goddamn what, the elite. Uh, yeah. It's Death Troopers. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm still like, no, it shouldn't have been Luke. Um, and <laughs> I have some other people. My last point is those oh, other yeah. people that I would rather What'd have seen.
0: I was just gonna ask, so cool.
1: So, so let's go through it. The People that I feel would have been bet- better, so I feel like Cal would have been better. Um, you already have a great actor that pay- plays Cal in the video game, could have came in, would have been super easy. Uh, you know, Cameron Monaghan, Monaghan, yeah. 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 could have been there. You'd have to age him up a little, but aging up. Is a lot easier than aging backwards. I think, I think it would have been better
0: if you just gave him a beard; he'd be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, he. I think, obviously, there's more to his his story, so it'd be nice to know the rest of his story. Where we already know the end of Luke's, um, obviously we don't know some of the middle there, but it'd be nice to you know know where Cal is. Obviously, I think there's going to be another video game for them to do that, which is fine. But, yeah, I thought Cal would have been a better choice. is you guys want to discuss that, or do you want me to continue?
3: I've only played the first mission in that game, so I can't really discuss Cal all that much yet.
0: I literally just bought the game, so... same. So. <laughs> um,
2: okay. Not that I, mean, I don't want
0: it, but... ha- Having the actor there is great, because he's young, and it'd be cool i know a bunch of people really liked him and it would have been cool to like explore that but again i feel like you're setting yourself up for a show again and then you Um, to to your point of well like i don't know it's going to be branching off too much and then you're gonna where does cal tie into the sequels kind of your same thing with like how do? well grogu wasn't mentioned in the sequels well neither was cal so then if it's cal and grogu Neither of them or were. It, or it like there's
3: so. so like,
1: they yeah,
0: weren't thinking you know, of. Well, these we, things we already have before. those
1: problems already. Yeah. So, and they're trying uh, to fix
0: it though. I think that's why they're doing it because they're like, let's build this world. I could even see a little mini series coming. Like in between, maybe an episode, in the sequel trilogy to, almost fix some of those plot holes, like in between seven and eight. And that's when they explain, you know,
3: this is where Ahsoka got tied in. Or, I don't I, could, I think they're going nice. to fix it. The other Second thing... Oh, hang, on, hang on, I go... Oh, just one little quick more tidbit on the Cal thing. The other thing is, do you take him away from the video games? Because so far, that video game was pretty good success. Like, do you take his story out of the video games or just let it progress through the video games? And I think... I mean, from what it seems like, they're going to just stick to the video game with him. As far I mean... As a, I, I haven't heard any rumors of bringing you in could. live action shit. Uh, you, you, I'm not saying you can't do both. I'm just saying, like, if it's the moneymaker on that end, like... Alright. My second character
1: that would have been better than Luke is Time-Traveling Ray. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. This is hilarious. Uh, no, my second Yeah,
3: there you character. go. Hit him, Coop.
1: <laughs>
0: Take
3: this twisted uh, teeth to the head. She just fucking walked off camera. <laughs> so,
1: if she's we're accepting innocent. that yeah. This and just leave. If we're accepting that Luke is training, has trained other people, and we know that he has trained Leah, who is older, it would make sense that he would train older force-sensitive people. You could introduce a character of any age, of any development, it, you could just have a new character, and you could put them in to this they don't even have to tie into you know the sequel trilogy
3: i feel like the end of season two with all the shit that was already going down you're not gonna introduce a new character right there it's just not a good it's not a good like plot device in my mind unless you wanted to have another show about grogu and his training and that's fine but guess what they can do that with a fucking luke show too and just (laughs) recast luke And it's more stories and more fill-in for an already established character that is already loved versus trying to build another new character. Like, not that Dave Filoni and Favreau at this point can't build characters in this universe because they, I mean, they've proven they can. But why have to do that when you can use an established character? And especially when people want to know more about what happened between the two points that we've already established. And, like, I mean, who doesn't want to see that? Who doesn't? I mean, Coop said he doesn't want to see it, but, like, I would love to have a Luke show. I'd love to
1: watch it. Well, I just am tired of the retconning. So it's like, uh, you gotta wow. retcon more stuff about Luke. Wow, if Ugh. the
0: sequels didn't fuck horrible. up, we would be having to retcon. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Star Wars fans weren't such assholes and just accept things for what they were. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I, I just like, I mean, again, I'm fine with the sequels. If, I feel like with all these shows though, I think they're gonna world build and they're gonna have you know that time period of luke i think they're going to fix luke as much as they can and i think that's the best idea instead of introducing somebody else or somebody for another show i think fixing that character that legendary character that everybody loves and being like well this is his whole story i mean i don't know i feel like that's the best
1: choice i don't think you have to fix him. He had an arc, he grew, he changed. People change as they grow older. Obviously he had experiences happen to him. Uh, his nephew turned to the dark side and it was his doing.
3: That's gonna change a man by itself. It's it's true, but as legendary as Luke was, I feel like he would take a little bit more. Like, I mean, I think that's everyone's thought process on it. And what's wrong with establishing a ca- Like, I mean, what the fuck happened? What, okay, so say he does take Grogu to train and he loses Grogu too fucking someone kills Grogu like that's just more to his sack I mean, yeah, of what I'm happened sure into the really sequel trilogy that's like fine but, exactly but do you, does just, he need more from mean,
1: he doesn't need more no, he was just a he kid he doesn't need more was, from you but he needs more six, from all, like a he shit ton of fandom a full-grown, like wise person he was still growing exactly he, he like and that's man.
3: where they're establishing he was what this is supposed to take place five years after six I think something like yeah. that five to seven yeah
0: I'm I'm not saying that he didn't have an arc I just feel like it could the reason why he was so angry could definitely be more fleshed out other than just be like yeah my nephew got mad so i'm done Like, i feel like i kind of want grogu to die i love grogu mm-hmm. he's fucking great but i think in order to really establish what happened to luke and why he's so angry and hesitant to train Rey, you know failing i kind of hope kylo kills grogu or Ben yeah. kills Grogu or something happens where it's Luke's fault he's like I fucked up and then he continues he's like I really only have Ben solo left and then right. he's like I can't do this you know I'm I'm he becomes hesitant because of Grogu dying and so that's why he fails Ben even more because he's like I'm not made out to train I mean just cuz he's a Jedi master doesn't mean he's a great trainer
3: So the other the other thing with that too is like I want to Like, it's fine that he changed... I get get your point. Like, you see the the evolution of how, you know, Ben going to the dark side changed him to this grumpy old asshole. Whatever, that's fine. But I want to see the point where Luke decides from taking on two Sith by trying to talk it out, basically, at first to just, I'm going to slay this fucking guy that's turning to the dark side in his tent at night. Like, that's what I want to see. What made that point happen? Like, you don't get to see it, because he just has this thought, it's like, I'm going to fucking kill Ben in his sleep. Like, the Luke Skywalker you see from Six, just, uh, there's no line there that I can imagine without more filler that says, oh, he's going to fucking kill him in his sleep. Like, that's one thing I, that I, in yeah. that in my mind never, ever would have happened. Like, I needed more of a reason to... No,
0: exactly. You're, Luke you're Luke literally talking do down that,
3: two of the most powerful Sith, or you're trying to talk down two of the little more, little or, uh, anyway, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Little, literal power... No, motherfucker, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to talk him down and they're two of the most powerful Sith that you've ever seen and he's just, he's trying to talk it down with his father. And, like, I mean, you're not gonna do that and then slay this fucking 15-year-old kid because you're scared of him. Like... I just, I never saw Luke doing that. And I think a lot of people didn't.
1: I think they were just going for people get more conservative as they get older and they get more fearful because conservative people are scaredy cats. But, you know. It,
3: but it's just a character development that I want to see happen.
1: I, it's okay to want to see that happen, but adding in Grogu almost makes that more messy.
3: Not necessarily. Where... You could clean it up just as easy. Mm-hmm. Again, it leaves the good questions. Whereas having another Jedi leaves even more open questions that I'm not okay with. Like, sure, it's Cal. I mean, but then I have to go again. Cal. I mean, what about the older fans that don't play video games? Then you got to go and deal with Cal. You got to play a video game to know him or read it, read on him. All kinds of different shit. Like, and then old people will be upset because they're like, "Who the fuck is yeah, the Cal guy?" Exactly. I need to
0: know. And then, uh,
3: okay. Okay. Who's your third?
1: Or so yeah. th- this one. Just so we know, it's another one. Just so we know, he's alive. is makes him a better choice. Let's see, really old Mace Windu, Samuel L. Jackson, showing up.
3: I mean, I I, I would have been bet, I, I would have been more okay with him than a, like a disciple of Luke. But at the same time, I feel like I don't know if Mace at this point would go to, back to training people because again, I never really saw him as a trainer either. He was just a badass Jedi
0: when if i got mace i would need mace to die by the hands of boba fett full circle i need that to happen because (laughs) because of mace chopping jango's head off i feel like it only makes sense that comes full circle now that boba's back but to fight against your own point dan we're going to be bringing back mace windu why are we just bringing people back? You were all angry about Boba Fett <laughs> and Ahsoka being in the show. Why are we bringing all these characters that don't need to be in the show? Well, now we're gonna bring Mace Windu back to life. God damn it!
1: Uh, I know. I, I just—it would have been cooler than Luke. That is the, the my my point on that one. It's it probably would have been if cooler we're gonna than do Luke. it. Let's go cooler. Okay. But, right. You ready for my, yeah. my last one? We'll shock. Yeah. you. Palpatine. Target, no. get it. This <laughs> one is actually what I would have been most satisfied with. Um, it, it's gonna. a character that hasn't been established yet, in it, other than in Legends. Um, I would have liked to have seen Mary J- or Mara Jade answer the call here. Vampers and showing up. Still as a dark side person. And to give your credit, in the legends, her and Luke kind of fall in love. Maybe that could be the plot point to she eventually meets up with Luke and he loses her. It breaks her his heart. Makes him that grumpy old man. Introduce her. I I don't know if you guys have actually read those legends. Excellent character. Not all of them. But But she would be a dark side person in this. A dark side person showing up. Slight plot twist. And here's the thing about it is if you go with that dark side person, Mando doesn't realize it, gives it up to her. All of a sudden, you now have a plot point for season three where he's like slowly realizing like Maybe Grogu reaches out with the Force and is like, Hey, something ain't right here. And he gets that uneasy feeling, goes, realizes, Oh, this isn't a great person. But at the same time, he help they help convince her to be sort of a good person. Then you can bring Luke in to meet her, because I think it's more tragic if he loses her. That makes more sense to make him the grumpy old man.
0: I would be, I mean, I'd be okay with that, I guess. Um, I'd still like the idea of, I mean, again, this is arguing the point, is I still feel like Luke taking Grogu at the end and training him is still the best choice. Out of all those choices, I still think Luke training Grogu makes the most sense and is going to build Luke's character and flesh him out even more to me. Out of all those choices.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't think it solves the problem of him, of his story arc. Because even, like, Obi-Wan lost Anakin, someone who was his brother and his Padawan. And he still was willing to train and go on and fight for it. And now Luke can communicate with Obi-Wan. You don't think Obi-Wan would be able to talk Luke through that? doesn't make much sense
0: i think the the difference between luke and obi-wan though is like obi-wan was in the jedi council he very much had the beliefs of you know remove all of your connections you know remove all your emotional connections
1: and that's not true at all
0: i mean obi-wan was in uh, love
1: with the mandalorian
0: he was but then and he left you know to be part of the jedi council And so he very much, I mean, more than Luke, because Luke was never part of the Jedi Council. So I feel like he never had to experience really removing any of his emotional attachments the way Obi-Wan did. And so I feel like, I don't know, Luke being more upset by losing all these people makes more sense than Obi-Wan losing Anakin. Because again, I don't know, I feel like Luke probably would be more emotional than Obi-Wan.
1: I would argue that Obi-Wan has suffered more tragic losses than Luke ever could have. Yeah. So I don't think that point makes any sense at all, but Obi-Wan can now talk to Luke. So I don't see how with Obi-Wan being that mentor to Luke like just those small little, like, hey, you lost someone you trained. I did too, man. And it became, you know, the most evil thing on Earth. But I pulled through, you know? It doesn't make sense to Luke, to, you know, just that happening to him twice to cut himself off from the Force. That doesn't make sense for a legendary character either.
0: But I guess, to me, he never had to really experience it until then, Like, he lost his dad, but I feel like that's a little different, and the way that that ended was not just, like, a tragic loss. It was obviously, like, a sacrifice no, I, I would took.
1: argue that Luke never lost his dad. He regained him.
0: Sure. And, I mean, I'm saying just for the sake of losing people, Obi-Wan probably did lose a lot more people, and that's what I'm saying, is Luke never really experienced that sort of tragic loss the way Obi-Wan did. And so when he loses Grogu and Ben, it fucks him because he's never experienced it the way Obi-Wan had. Maybe Obi-Wan's able to hold his composure a lot more because he was trained within the Jedi Council to believe that. Luke never was.
1: But Obi-Wan is now a Force ghost that can talk to Luke and walk him through all that. And you don't think they're in communication?
3: I
0: mean, yeah, I guess.
2: Yeah. So it doesn't Obi-Wan I mean, it doesn't mean Obi-Wan makes it then.
3: before Luke's like, I'm going to shut off.
0: Yeah, maybe he shuts out I Obi-Wan. I don't
3: know. There's a, there's a lot to be obviously retconned at this point, which I know you don't enjoy, but I, I feel like, again, my point stands that I think Luke is the best way to go about it because it, it ties everything together probably better than anything else could. Um without branching. I think
1: Mara Jade even ties this. things. That that's what I would have seen. If I could talked...
3: except it t- again, that goes back to introducing new characters to people that don't know the legend's continuity.
1: I mean so Thrawn was originally introduced in the same book that Mara Jade was. That's fine. So if we're accepting Thrawn, we might as well.
3: But Thrawn's canon.
1: I'm, I hope Mara Jade becomes canon, and that's fine. But at the that, current that time, she sense. is not.
3: So I'm just saying, like, and that's fine. They can, they could do that. They could do it in a Luke show too. They could establish mm-hmm. Luke and then introduce her. Dan, like, yep. I just think because, Luke is the best starting point for Grogu, and continue on with their universe that they're building. Especially with all the the shows and shit. Who fucking knows how anything's gonna tie into whatnot here and there.
1: because if luke loses like his father loses the love of his life and gets to that point we could see his father in him and we're like oh that's the skywalker in him he's almost going evil there because he legitimately lost you know the love of his life
3: okay that's again but then he's like
1: no i can't be my father my father turned good i have to cut myself off from the force that makes sense
3: I like that. I like that a lot, but I don't think you start with Mara Jane here. I think you start with Luke. You don't introduce yeah. just a random character at the end of the show for no fucking reason.
0: Luke makes the most Not sense, usually. and now you could and again, to that point, you could just branch off and now introduce her into the next season. Again, if you do that's a, a great Luke idea. Show. I
3: really enjoy that idea. Oh. Sorry, Coop.
0: Yeah, no, you're good. But but yeah, I at the end, to introduce her, I don't think that's the best idea.
3: Yeah, I mean, everyone have been looking like, who the fuck is this, and why are they giving him to like giving Grogu up? And I don't think does Grogu trust anyone but Luke, because you know, especially on Typhon, he had the connection with Luke. Yeah, they knew each other
1: from somewhere. But he could have had that connection with anyone, and we don't know if like someone whose dark side could not have connected at that point. That's true. And misguided. You know, but Luke if there's any Jedi, Jedi
3: hero, at that point character. in time that's going to connect with anyone, who's it going to be? Fucking Luke Skywalker, that's who. I
1: don't know.
3: I don't like it. Mm, suck it.
1: Uh, no.
3: You don't have to like it because it happened. Bitch. Too much.
1: There's too many other opportunities that are better for it to be Luke. And plus the CGI sucked. Well, You didn't Ma- have to do it. I can't argue
0: Wouldn't Marriage Jade just be more fan service, Dan?
3: Uh, to me
2: <laughs> everything at this point is to anyone else.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking stormtrooper shows up kicks all the fucking death troopers asses yeah. the one stormtrooper that can aim
1: now, uh, Timothy Zahn is the best Star Wars author ever best content creator for Star Wars and he created Mara Jade get at me Timothy Zahn you're the best not George Lucas not Favreau or anyone else it's, it's you bud Literally reading his uh his, he had to rewrite his treacle, reading one of them right now. His original treacle, which is legends, was awesome. Ugh. Well,
0: have him direct an episode of The Mandalorian. Have him introduce Mara Jade, but it shouldn't have been Mara Jade in the last episode.
3: Should've. it wasn't? Suck should've, it. Should have been. 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 I would so have been. I don't happy. know, man. I, I just don't. I it's hard to say any better creator than fucking Filoni at this point in my mind. At,
1: have you read Timothy's? I haven't book?
3: read all of them.
1: You need to read his books. He is so good. Creating Thrawn is just uh oh, so great.
3: I did love Thrawn and Rebels. Yeah, O so.
1: I mean, G Thrawn in the original, now Legends trilogy. It's uh, it's great. Reading the new the new G Thrawn and its new trilogy. So hopefully that's just as good, but it might not be. But no that's that's why I would have liked to see them most. And so she was dark side at a point. I would have accepted her still at the dark side because that leaves for more story or reformed because you know we then we could delve into her backstory and maybe Luke is training her and she's one of the trainees Luke has. but uh- I think that, that that's the tragedy we need to see. They to put that in somewhere.
3: Again, I like the idea of it, yes. I think the other thing that we're kind of, maybe, I don't know. I feel like it was almost a safe bet, which obviously it was a safe bet to do, What I think at this point Star Wars kind of needs. Because look at what, I mean, Ryan Johnson went pretty far out of the fucking blue with...
1: I like his thought, though. I really loved what he tried to do. Exactly. He just executed yeah. it poorly, which is like... That's me, you know. And that wasn't I the safe bet though. I mean that's exactly the thing. In
3: Filoni and Favreau were like, Well, let's take a, a little bit more of a safe route, but it, it worked out very well. And I think it, it gives you a very very good jump off point for season three and everything else that's gonna happen
1: after I don't know. I I, I wish they would have stayed close to season one. I know something added with Rogu, so it's something did but I really like something. I I
3: really Again, I feel like season one establishes the characters and season two much like I feel like most of the, the actual, like anything episodic for Star Wars is like, you always have those, like the, the episode arcs that are building around, you know, you're building around the galaxy and shit. You're not, and then you have, then you go back on the little arcs of just, you know, the characters themselves doing their own little thing. So I yeah, think I it, heard. I think it works. You need like that, that, that balance in this giant in universe. Yeah.
2: Huh?
1: If it, I just hate that it's a giant u- universe and everyone knows Ahsoka and Luke. It's true. It's like, sure, there are a few Jedi. Cool, we know there are a few Jedi, but they know everybody. That I mean, it doesn't. It se- makes it seem like
3: they're a lot less scarce. Right, I get it. But when you're dealing with the Force too, who fucking knows?
0: But there's not a ton of Jedi left either. So it's like there wasn't a lot of people. It works in mystical ways, to. man. Yep. Yeah. He's probably the most powerful jedi that existed at the time
1: maybe maybe not who knows (sighs) with star wars anything can happen wait was ray born yet no yeah well maybe how old was ray i don't
2: know Mm -hmm. i don't
3: know ray's born he's not she's already i mean even in non-existence she's the most powerful jedi so
1: So, yeah well that's time traveling ray should have been it dark side ray uh,
4: if
0: Ryan Johnson day. truly had the balls, he would have killed Finn and had Ray
1: turn to the dark side, or even almost turned in the last yeah. episode. I wrote that story, Cooper.
0: I know. I told you that. I know, but we were. I mean, you were saying that you liked what he did, but I. I don't know. He. Everybody says he had balls to do what he did, and I'm like, he had balls to. F- Fuck, like undercut the original trilogy, but he didn't really have the balls to do anything else. Like,
1: yeah, he needed he to have actually have balls. You kill Finn. You kill Finn. Finn. You killed Finn. You kill Finn. Yeah, I, that is, you kill Finn and eight. That trilogy is amazing. Like, do what you because want. Undercut you do what you so want. So much with nine, then. But oh. if
0: you're actually gonna make something, like take some risks with Star Wars, then fucking kill one of your main characters. Yep. I mean, seven he, was he so acted, good. Conn guys. He acted ballsy, but he was
3: Yep. i mean seven was okay I, I i did not like seven obviously but it's like Han dying added a, a bit of an effect to it but it was just obviously so hard i to legit not cry new hope so i was pretty um, in the theater it, 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 it was very telegraphed, though. So anything i thought was sad was just like eh, i'm a like,
1: fucking robot dude you know how hard it is to make me cry
3: I mean...
0: Tearing
1: up in the theaters.
0: Seven was good when it came out, but now that the whole trilogy's out, Seven's not as good.
3: I really yeah, wish they had stuck to good. one director that whole trilogy instead of... Yeah, that's, blah, 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 blah. that was a
1: problem with it.
0: Because, again, I a whole they, trilogy? I'm sure it's
3: fine. They are, aren't, isn't he doing a whole trilogy? Like, a sure, separate it, universe they, they said he was,
0: but uh, who knows at this point.
3: Like, I mean, I'm okay with that. I just, I am too. again, you gotta stick with one. You can't Fucking he's flip-floppy a, shit.
0: Yeah. And he's a good director. Like people shitting on him, saying he's a terrible director. It's not true. He just made it's a bad Star Wars, Wars. Wars
3: director. Yeah.
0: Well, well and again, he's not maybe even, isn't a even a bad, bad Star Wars director. He just made a bad.
3: At the Iron. current time, he is a bad Star Wars director.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Enough. <laughs> but if you make no, that story agree, in a, tr- a trilogy, yeah. then he, he can redeem fine. himself. He yeah. can. He can. I'm
3: sure he will. Alright. All right. Let's, let, let's move on so we can start talking about these movies. Alright, okay. alright.
1: Well, we're yep, gonna we all have been Luke. I was right. into <laughs> our- Fuck off, you were wrong. <laughs> I was so right. No. You're so wrong. In no way were
3: you right. I write Star Wars better. No, the only thing you that were correct with is the CGI bit. And Terrible. That doesn't yeah. even have anything Should've to do done. with Luke. I'm okay with that point, effects. but it has- You build off of Luke. You don't build off of her. No, Introduce really? the character. Just so raises we, more questions, you idiot. Uh,
1: but questions I want to have answered. I honestly don't care
3: what happened. Except so. your questions can get answered along with everyone else's by having Luke start that process, correct? Uh, no. Whereas I feel like our questions don't get as answered nearly as well with Mayor Jane starting that process. Or Cal. Or Maze. Or any a, other option a you could like spit out your blab hole.
1: Uh, they are all better options than Luke. Every single one. Nope. You're nope. just causing controversy.
3: Especially any disciple of Luke's. Just some random douche.
1: I mean, if they're old enough to be off on their own, then we don't have to ask questions of where they are in the trilogy. They're either off on their own or they're dead. Then we don't really... They're not there. That's
3: fine. Except why, why can't you just establish that logic, with, that logic with Grogu, too? It's like, if he's old enough to be by himself, which I'm pretty sure by the time the sequel trilogy starts, he is...
2: And it's one less
3: character
0: time. you have to say, oh, they're all doing their own thing.
3: Exactly. If you do one,
0: if you do now another there's just person more Jedi Grogu, fucking nowhere like, well, doing Grogu nothing. Grogu and Cal? Where are
1: they? Where are they both? Where's this
3: douche that trained Grogu that Dan wanted yeah, to? It's it's really
1: um, now that it's like, oh, Grogu was trained by Luke. It matters to this, the end. If this other person And maybe
3: could, he was somewhere yeah, it matters, though. We don't know not. yet.
1: You're like, cool. So you're doing your own thing now. Cool. You don't have to tie in later. The rest of the universe isn't trying to look for you. It's
3: wrong, Dan. Sorry.
1: Nope. this can't be Luke. No,
3: Give me I someone mean, else. It, it was Luke, creative. so I'm pretty sure two of us win this fight because Luke nah, is be in there.
1: Great. John Favro, if you're listening, Dave Filoni, if you're listening, be more creative. Be
3: <laughs> yeah, creative. you tell, tell John Favreau that he has to fucking do anything more creative when he Your chef.
1: You're great in chef. You also make good like I know you're
3: a good food person. He didn't he didn't kick off the entire MCU and reestablish the Star Wars universe with this show.
1: Uh is responsible for the uh fluidity of the MCU.
3: But uh the, no. Um No, if Avro kicked it off, I mean Feige has a a very big majority of it and probably at this point a vast majority of it. But you cannot tell me that it doesn't start with Favreau. Yeah,
1: he's fine. He made a good Iron Man movie. We'll we'll say that. Chef was still his best work.
3: I just want to watch him shit on you and then punch you in the face. I do too. Or vice versa. Whatever works
0: better. Let's get him on the podcast just to shit on Dan tell him how wrong he is. Uh, He's fucking great. No, because he'll agree with me.
1: He'll be like, yep. Yep, I never even thought yeah. of that, man. He made the, the he made the he
3: made the choice, yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna agree with this little twat on the internet." Yep, that's that's what would happen. All right, we're done, we're done
0: cutting you off. <laughs> All right, we're gonna segue into our interview segment again. We have a special guest this time. Um, his name is Bryce from Star Wars Replicas US. Um, he is the owner of that's right again Star Wars Replicas US on Etsy he, he makes um, custom made Star Wars hilts so we're going to jump into that and we'll continue right after this transition
3: thank you for
0: listening to the Dagum Gum Podcast there are new episodes available every Monday on YouTube Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts and more stay tuned as we move on to our next segment of the episode Enjoy. Welcome to the interview portion of the episode. Today we have a special guest. We have Bryce from Star Wars Replicas US. Um, That is his own little independent company on Etsy. Um, I am a new customer of his, so I really wanted to sit down and talk with him and kind of get to know him a little bit. So I guess we'll kind of roll right into this here. So my first question, I guess, would be, Um, How old are you? And I guess, tell me a little bit about yourself.
4: Yeah, so I'm currently 20 years old. I'm a sophomore studying mechanical engineering at the University of Louisville. Um, So I guess that's kind of what got me into owning my Etsy shop is that with mechanical engineering, I want to go into design engineering, which does a lot of like 3D design on the computer, which heavily relates to 3D prints and things along those lines. So That's kind of where the interest sparked.
0: Sweet, yeah. All right, Dan, yeah, I guess you go right ahead. You can
1: ask him the next question. Okay, so um, what is it like uh, going to college in the midst of a pandemic? It's
4: interesting, man. It's, so I, my first year I got, you know, the whole fall semester and about half of my spring semester in before it all hit. So, you know, I I was at least able to get that starting experience of what it would normally feel like. Um, So I I am able to compare how a normal semester would feel to a COVID semester, and it is way different. Um, Honestly, it's rough. I mean, online schooling is, is never fun, and especially being in engineering, which is, you know, notoriously one of the tougher things to do in college, it's really rough online, you know. Trying to trying to learn calculus over Zoom, you know, a lot harder than it would be in person. And you know, yeah. there's a lot of things like you know, <clears throat> staying on top of your work and staying motivated and all that. It's definitely a challenge for sure.
1: What are uh, labs like? Um...
4: Oh, so I had a lab this last semester. Um, it was a mechanics of materials lab. And so basically we weren't able to do any of the lab ourselves because they couldn't have us going in person. So they would send us videos of them doing the lab and we would have to dissect the data from the videos, come up with our own lab reports off of that. And you know, basically just adding extra steps and extra work for us on, on top of what it would normally be. So, yeah, I mean, I know it's different for every lab but that was how my lab specifically went. Yeah, I,
0: I feel like I finished school just in the nick of time there. I oh, I couldn't even imagine doing it because um, I mean, I went for uh, pretty much computer related, mm-hmm. uh, like just labs and things like that in college. It's like, what do you even do if they're like, all right, we need you to uh, manually, you know, set this switch up. And it's like, Right, right. I mean, you know, how do, how do I do that? I mean, there's programs and things, luckily, mm -hmm. but it's like, I don't know, I can imagine like the, I feel like engineering and things like, I don't know, like Mm -hmm. nursing degrees, those kind of labs are so hands-on that it's like, definitely, definitely do that.
4: Yeah. The biggest challenge is just, it like, it shifts the focus from the professors to you. Like a lot of the the things that would normally, the professors would do for you, you end up having to do for yourself. So it sort of doubles the amount of workload you would normally have during a semester. Sure.
0: All right. Well, um, I guess outside of college, um, maybe more so in the workforce, I mean, you don't have to mention necessarily what you do, um, but how has COVID like affected you like personally? Like has it,
4: um, honestly, not too much. So, uh, with my degree program, I'm work, I am I'm, I'm in school all year round. So I take summer classes, you know, every summer. So I don't really have an opportunity to have like a full-time job or something like that with the way that my classes are set up. Um, so like taking summer classes over the summer completely online you know, I wasn't really able to do much in terms of working. I did take a part-time job at Amazon actually, like just warehouse work. So I don't know. COVID hasn't affected me too much beyond just the scope of like how schooling is working. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then like with my family personally, nothing, nothing serious has gone on with that. So. Well, that's good. That's always
1: Mm -hmm. good. All right. Uh, so, um, Tell us about these, uh, this business you have and what you do.
4: Yeah, so like I said earlier, I wanna go into design engineering. Um, and so what actually started me on this path was I took a class last spring where we did a lot of CAD work, which if you're familiar with CAD, it's basically just an online 3D design program. Um, and so I really enjoyed that class. You know, I liked designing these pieces and whatever Um, And so that sparked my interest and I continued to work with that over the summer. And then I ended up buying myself a 3d printer towards the end of the summer. um, And was just, you know, printing off random things that I would come up with. And then I I was looking around the internet and I found files for lightsabers and I'm like, Oh, that would be awesome. Like, you know, I'll print one off, I'll make it, you know, paint it, do whatever. And so I did that. I made a couple for myself, um, you know, just to put up on display and didn't really think anything of it. And then about halfway through the semester, because I wasn't working, I was just doing school full time. I was running low on money. And I'm like, well, shoot, how am I going to like keep myself afloat? You know, I don't really have time for a full time job. Um, And luckily, one of my roommates actually was like, well, these lightsabers are pretty cool. You could try selling them. So I just threw together a shop real quick, you know, put up pictures of them and just orders started coming in. I mean, I think I chose the perfect time to start one because it was you know, right before Christmas. So there was a lot of those orders coming in and, you know, with COVID everybody's looking for something to buy online. So, I mean, it just kind of fell into my lap and I've just been expanding it ever since, you know, as I get in more orders, you know, I can start making different hilts to to sell. I can start, you know, working on other items and it's just, it just keeps growing. And so I actually, about two weeks ago, I bought a second printer so that I could up my production time and get things out faster. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's just how it's been going. And I think I'm, I'm really fortunate that it's, it's been working out my way and I'm enjoying it. I mean, I'm a huge star Wars fan. So to be able to make money from basically doing what I was doing in the past for fun, you know, it's just a perfect situation for me.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I guess just, kind of playing off that I guess what what made you specifically pick like hilts was it like were you looking for those specifically or is it you just kind of stumbled upon those and you're like oh, well that'd be pretty sweet, or?
4: so I had originally like you know being a huge Star Wars fan I I had always looked around for you know lightsabers to own and you know you go anywhere online and you'll you'll find like you know you've got the Galaxy's Edge ones which are like 200 300 dollars you'll find like these other sites that have similar things, but they're still upwards of a hundred dollars. And, you know, I just, I'm a college student. I don't have the money for that kind of that kind of product. So when I got that 3d printer, it kind of clicked with me. And I'm like, well, why don't I just make my own? And so I did that. And then I'm, you know, realizing that I'm sure there's tons of other people in my same situation where they don't want to spend $300 on it. I'm like, well, if I'm enjoying this product for cheaper than what you would normally get something, I'm sure other people would love to as well. And so that's just kind of the path it has gone down. Hilt was the start because like I said, you know, a lightsaber was something I was always looking for. And now that the shop's continued, I'm I'm hoping to expand into other stuff, you know, helmets, armor, um, blasters, side weapons. You know, I just put up a little thermal detonator on the shop because I thought that was fun. Yeah, so, I saw that
0: when I just pulled up the site mm-hmm. that's pretty sweet.
4: Yeah, I was, I was going to kind of
0: roll into that if you were going to mm-hmm. venture into other things. Do you think like it would probably just stick to Star Wars or do you think you'd go outside well, of that?
4: And that's the thing. I just started with Star Wars because that's what I'm passionate about. If the shop continues to grow and I continue to have success with it, I'm definitely open to expanding into other things. I mean, with a 3D printer, you know, the opportunities are endless on what you can create. Um, and so, yeah, I mean... If I have the time for it and and there's the interest, I would certainly keep expanding outwards.
1: Nice, that's pretty sweet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think uh, along those same lines, do you plan on like building your own website, getting outside of uh, Etsy and just kind of-
4: Well, see, I don't know. So because I did just start this a little over a month ago, it is still very early on. And so far Etsy has been doing well for me. Um, I am in school full time, so I don't have, you know, a lot of time to, to, to put into it. So right now the workload I've got and that it's perfect for me, you know, if I ever have more time freed up to where I can expand into, you know, starting my own website and doing it separately, I would definitely be down to do that. It's just, you know, with my current workload, there's only so much I can do, you know?
2: Yeah
0: yeah i get that college i mean you gotta i mean college itself is like a full-time job so it's like mm-hmm. but you gotta make money somehow so i i think that's a definitely choice as i mean as a seller on etsy is there any sort of like fees or anything like is there anything that's like you wish yeah
4: so better? it's actually really not that bad um so with with each like listing you put up, you have to put up a listing fee uh, just to have it on the site, which it's, it's like 20 cents each time. So it's really not a big deal. Um, And then with Etsy, they have their own advertisements where they will put like items that sellers have on different websites. And so if somebody from a different website clicks on an Etsy link and it takes them to my shop and they buy it from that Etsy will take like 15% of the profit but that's only if it comes from an off-website ad. So if somebody's just searching through Etsy and they find my shop and they purchase an item, they won't take any of that from it. So, you know, there are some fees, but it's pretty manageable. It's it's really not too big of a deal to me, um, especially because you know this isn't my full-time career money and um, source of income. So I don't have to worry as much about you know trying to get every little penny out of it.
0: Sure. No. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never sold. So I, I was always just Mm -hmm. curious. I never knew what the the selling experience was like on Mm -hmm.
4: that. So. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's super nice. So like they do everything for you basically up to, you know, they, it's, it's very controlled and it's very easy to manage. So like you'll even get discounts on like shipping labels and stuff because you're going through Etsy. So they really simplify the selling process for you.
1: Okay. Mm. All right um so you say you're a big Star Wars fan um let's uh talk about I guess who's your favorite character maybe what's your favorite lightsaber?
2: Hmm
4: I I would have to say that Obi-Wan is definitely my favorite character um he's the I honestly like I feel like he has one of the most important roles throughout all of the movies you know so that's, that's definitely why I really enjoy him. I just, you know, enjoy his, his personality. Ian uh, e. McGregor is, you know, a great actor. He's done super well with it. Super excited for this new Kenobi series. Um, so he's definitely my favorite character in terms of hilts. I think Count Dooku's would be my favorite just because, you know, it's such a unique piece with it being a curved hilt. It's something that you don't really see compared to the other ones. Um, so yeah, that's, that would have to be my favorite.
0: Um, do you do you like the Empire
4: or the like the Rebels more? That's a tough question. Um, hmm. Honestly, I, I have to go Rebels. You know, you can't count out an underdog.
0: Yeah, yeah. I.
4: Uh, it's it's definitely easier to relate to as someone watching the movies versus The Empire. um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think I'd have to stick with Rebels. Fair enough, fair enough.
1: Okay, without going into too much detail, because I know as Star Wars fans, this tends to be a touchy subject, what is your feelings about the, the new trilogy?
4: I don't know. See, my personal feeling is if you're going to watch if you want to watch a movie those are enjoyable movies to watch you know the visuals are great the action scenes are 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 pretty good overall it's just a fun movie to watch but as a star wars fan and someone who appreciates the lore and everything i didn't love the way the sequels went with it so fun movie but in terms of you know star wars lore and actual enjoyment of the history of star wars not so much not so much
0: yeah i get you and i guess to kind of play off that with with new star wars um are you all caught up on the mandalorian yep yep um what have you thought so far i guess just a, the mandalorian as a whole like where does it sit
4: you know i I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it does something that you don't really see with a lot of the Star Wars, and that it shows like the smaller stories going on within the Star Wars universe. Um, Because all of the movies have revolved around the Skywalkers, and for once, we're getting a series that you know is completely separate from that, you know, until the very end with Luke. Um, And it also does a really good job of really showing how legendary jedi are in the universe because i think we've been a bit spoiled in that regard and that every single movie we've seen you know multiple jedi in it and it sort of loses how like mystical and all that they are so seeing luke come in at the very end and that's like the first thing you saw of an actual like jedi master and how easily he took down all of the dark troopers versus mando struggling with one like i i think it just it really paid respect to the history of star Wars. And, and I really enjoyed it for that. Sure.
0: Yeah.
1: I've liked it a lot so far for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, do you think it was the right choice going with uh, Luke is the Jedi that comes to save them?
4: I, so personally in the moment, yes. I think that that was a really good choice. Um, it made the most sense to me. You know, there was a lot of theories of, of Ezra or Cal but neither of them really made too much sense the further you went into it. Um, My one complaint with it, though, is because, you know, you see in the sequels that Ben Solo burned down the whole Jedi Temple, you know, all of that was ruined. It kind of puts that question of what's going to happen to Grogu up in the air. And I mean, I'm sure they're going to do something with it where he's not going to end up dying you know with everybody else in that situation but you know leaving that up to where that is a possibility was was kind of i saw that turn a lot of people away and that's why people didn't like that luke showed up was because they felt that they were just killing off grogu by doing that sure um
0: kind of playing off that who would who would you have wanted if it wasn't luke like just out of your own selfish, like, this is who I want to see on the
4: screen. Now, it wouldn't make, I mean, it wouldn't make very much sense at all. I I had seen a a few people throw out the theories, but, like, I just feel like something that would be super cool would be to see Mace Windu appear and to have had Boba Fett stay there and have that reunion of Mace and Boba because, obviously, Mace killed his father. I think that would have been a super cool moment to see. But, of course, you know, it wouldn't make very much sense with the timeline and with everything that had happened, it wouldn't make much sense at all for Mace to come back. But, you know, as a star Wars nerd, I think that would have been awesome.
0: Yeah. I think it would have been cool too. I, I would have liked to seen it like if that was the case, seen it come kind of full circle where Mm -hmm. he kills or uh, Boba kills Mace Windu and just kind of having that like full circle moment where you're like, well, he kind of deserved it, you know?
4: Right. Well, I mean, the new Boba series is coming out, so maybe they do something there. I mean, you never know. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: So uh, speaking of the new series, like all of them, which one do you think you're most excited for?
4: I uh, I forget what it's called. I think it was called Accolade or Acolyte maybe. Acolyte, yeah. Yeah, Acolyte. That one sounds super intriguing to me because – it was like based on what I've read it's based in like a timeline like really early on like almost old republic ish kind of in between that and high republic so I think that'll be really interesting to see a new era um and then they they it's it, it kind of is supposed to revolve around like the dark side of the force which you know we haven't really gotten a ton of information on in the series we've had like obviously it's always been there but we don't know too much about it so i think that'll be really interesting to see that aspect of it yeah
0: i think i think that one will be cool there's there's a lot that i'm excited for i know dan there's a lot that you're like eh. um, i don't know i'm trying there's a lot i think i think they could do a lot of cool things i think bad batch will be pretty sweet <laughs> bad batch
4: um, will be awesome
0: and i think what'll be really cool is to see live action Thrawn. Just to see where they yeah take
4: it. yeah that that should be really interesting mm-hmm.
0: i know dan dan isn't necessarily as excited for the ahsoka Tano show because yeah, he, he felt did. like they, was, was. he felt like yeah he felt like she already got her her limelight you know that's so he's true like, oh, we don't need a whole nother story i know they're kind of they're cashing in on ahsoka but
4: true i mean she is one of the most popular characters now so i can understand why Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to think um
0: what was your out of all the the movies that have come out including kind of the one-off movies like rogue one Mm -hmm. and solo um what which one do you think is probably your favorite and which one is your least favorite
4: uh revenge of the sith is definitely my most favorite you know it was uh, it was what I grew up on, you know. I was born early 2000s, so the prequels were the first Star Wars I saw. So, you know, even though they've gotten a lot of slack, it's just what hits closest to my childhood. Sure. So, Revenge of the Sith being, you know, the peak of the prequels is, is why it's always been my favorite. Um, in terms of least favorite, hmm, I I would probably have to go with The Last Jedi. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a common one. It's a common answer for people that it's their least favorite. But I just didn't feel like it really contributed to contributed much to Star Wars in general. You know, I don't not much happened in that movie, no. and I don't know. I I just really didn't love it. I feel like you could almost pluck that movie out, and
0: you wouldn't necessarily have too much confusion between the two, like between exactly. seven and nine.
4: That, so. That's that's yeah. my exact feelings. Yeah.
1: So uh, what were your feelings like uh, when Disney purchased uh, Lucasfilms and then, you know, made what was canon legends? Were you a fan of the legends?
4: I, so I didn't, I've never like, you know, read the books or any of those things, but I did play like uh, Knights of the Old Republic and, and those older games. And I did like, you know, reading about the lore online and all that. So I guess it was in a way a little disappointing for them to basically say it wasn't canon anymore. But at the time I had high hopes for it, you know, because basically they were starting with a clean slate and they could go in any direction they wanted. And with the success that Disney had had with Marvel, you know, the hopes were there that they were going to do something really good with uh, with star Wars. And then the originally, Oh, hi, my cat's in <laughs> background. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> no, um, you're good. You're good. But so originally like with the sequels coming out i'm like oh you know this is a really good opportunity for them to really like you know expand on it and then you know they didn't live up to the expectations that i had had you know i think john favreau and dave filoni are doing a really good job of kind of steering it back on course so i do have good i do have high hopes for the future but um there was a time period where i was kind of disappointed what disney had been doing with it
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, Well, gosh, I honestly, I I can't really think of any other questions outside of that. I think that was a big chunk of those. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got a lot of good questions, got a lot of good answers. Yeah, definitely. That was good. Um, I guess, yeah, I just wanted to really, you know, thank you for joining us and taking some Mm -hmm. time out of your busy schedule. I know around the holidays, it gets kind of yeah. on making time for that so appreciate you mm-hmm. sitting down and talking with definitely. us i mean i uh, i
4: appreciate you guys having me on it was a fun
0: time yeah no i mean i wish you the best of luck with the rest of school i hope you know 2021 just in general gets a little better right I'm hoping <laughs> hoping the vaccine dies some of this stuff down so maybe we can get back to at least semi-normal but definitely and as a as a new customer i'm actually very excited for the for the Asajj Ventures Hilts. Can
4: yeah, I they're they're definitely a very cool one. I've uh, I've been working on it, and I'm excited to see how it turns out.
0: Yeah, I think they're gonna be sweet. Uh, mm-hmm. Dan, did you have any last minute questions that you wanted to throw in there?
1: No, I just want to thank you for you know allowing us to interview you, put you on.
4: Definitely, well, I appreciate it, guys.
0: Yeah, no problem. Uh, real quick, I mean, if you if you guys want to check out any of his stuff. He, again, he is on Etsy. The name of his store is Star Wars Replicas US. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a good discount going right now um, for especially for the holidays. If you spend over a hundred dollars, you get fifteen uh, percent off your entire order. Um, as far as I know, I don't know if this is something you said or Etsy sets, but free shipping on, on yeah all these. yeah. So
4: I do I do free shipping on all of my orders. That's yeah. one of the things that I just. You know, guarantee.
0: That's, and that's super appreciated too. So I Mm -hmm. I appreciate all the hard work that you're putting into this. And, you know, I hope you get a lot more customers and I hope everything works out for you, man. Thank you so
4: much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good one. You too.
0: Thank you for listening to the Daggum Podcast. There are new episodes available every Monday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and more stay tuned as we move on to our next segment of the episode enjoy welcome to the final segment of the episode today we're going to be breaking down and ranking um, all 11 of the star wars movies so we're just going to kind of each run through our list um, pretty quick like so i'll just do my one through eleven dan will do his one through eleven and jeremy do one through eleven obviously we're going to start from worst To best so i'll i'll go ahead and start here so with number 11 the worst star wars movie to me is the last jedi chucker oh my god that's such a shocker number 10 i had the phantom menace number nine I actually was having a hard time between nine and eight. I feel like these are semi interchangeable to me. Um, But number nine, I put Rise of Skywalker. And then number eight, I did Attack of the Clones. I know in some ways I enjoy Rise of Skywalker more than Attack of the Clones, but. Number seven is Solo Star Wars Story. Six is The Force Awakens. Number five is A New Hope. Number four is Return of the Jedi. Number three is Rogue One. Number two is Revenge of the Sith. And number one is Empire Strikes Back. Again, we'll go into further discussion after we run through our lists. But I just we kind of wanted to walk through these, get our list down, and then we'll kind of break them down as we go. So Dan, start your All list. Right.
1: So at number 11, I also have episode 8. At number 10... I have episode 9. At number 9, I have Attack of the Clones. At number 8, I have A Phantom Menace. I also put Solo at number 7, and... The Force Awakens at 6. For 5, I have Rogue One. For 4, I have Episode 6. For 3, I have Episode 5. For 2, I have Episode 3. And for 1, I have A New Hope, Episode 4.
0: Alright, Jay Remy, what about you?
3: So um mine uh number eleven I went actually episode nine Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Um number ten I went last Jedi episode eight. Um and then I went number someone number nine was solo And then um, I had Phantom Menace at number seven, um, Force Awakens. What was number eight? Solo.
0: I have Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi, and then Solo.
3: Right. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, my bad. Um, Oh, you're good. uh, good. Sorry, number eight was Force Awakens. And then Phantom was number seven. Okay. Okay. And then number six, I put New Hope. Uh, Number five, I put Attack of the Clones. Number four, I did Return of the Jedi. Uh, Number three, I did Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Number two was Rogue One. And number one was Empire.
0: Okay, okay. Interesting.
3: So I guess this is to start off, I I went with Rise is probably the worst just because it had to do so much retconning from eight. I actually think I I like like we talk, we're kind of talking. You know, Ryan Johnson had some good ideas they just weren't executed very well in eight. Yeah. But there was a couple of scenes that I enjoyed. <laughs> Maybe more than Rise. I, those two are very interchangeable to me. Obviously they're just the worst on pretty much everyone's list so
0: yeah yeah Last Jedi not a great movie um it might be fine if it was on its own
2: but right
3: which honestly, I mean you I don't know I
0: don't know the reason for me that it's ranked so low and like why I like it more than Rise of Skywalker um
3: you mean vice versa why you rather, like Rise yeah sorry yeah.
0: why I like Rise better than Last Jedi is i don't know what rise fix a lot of the stuff that i didn't like in last jedi and also i feel like you could watch seven and jump straight to nine and be fine
2: like if, I mean, you, that's, if that's you just skip eight yeah
0: the only thing you'd be missing is like where'd snoke go but right. I mean, we got fucking two minutes of snoke anyways just in general
3: so like, it's true. I just feel like eight had a, a much bigger potential, whereas nine was limited. Did. And again, it had to retcon everything that eight did wrong. So,
2: yeah,
0: Last Jedi could have actually been pretty damn good if they just did again, a couple things.
3: a fucking Finn dies, changes the whole entire it, movie. Yeah, oh. I mean, it automatically puts it above fucking Rise for me. Like, there's no argument there. And then, actually, I don't know though, because I guess if you like we were talking before, if you take Finn out of Rise, it takes a lot of awkwardness out of fucking Rise too. So I don't know.
1: Well, he just doesn't need it. He do- he doesn't need to be in nine at all. He sh- he should have died in eight. I think that I think that was the general consensus as he was supposed to, mm-hmm. and they just got scared, mm-hmm. you know, just like they got scared with uh, Jar Jar in the prequels, not making him the main villain which they totally
2: should have done. No?
0: Yeah. All right. Um. So.
3: Speaking I of guess... prequels. I'll oh, go ahead.
0: No, yeah, I was just going to say the only difference between your two, I mean, obviously your two, your 11 and 10 are just flip-flopped. I actually ranked Rise of Skywalker over Phantom Menace.
3: I saw that. Yeah, That's what I was going to say. Well, you both you and Dan kind of went hard on the first two prequel movies.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah maybe I just need to watch them again like I haven't watched them in a while and maybe I'm like I just remember I don't know I I I feel like I enjoyed the sequels there's a lot of stuff that bothered me but when I walked out of every single one I was still happy that I wouldn't watch them and I feel like maybe it's just because it was a Star Wars movie and I'm just happy to see Star Wars and so it could, it could kind of be a recency bias because I have seen Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi more recently than I have Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, hey, the thing I don't like about Attack of the Clones is the battles are great, um, the ending battle where they're fighting the, you know, three big aliens. Um, that's fine. I, I don't like Anakin's little bitch ass in 2 because he's a little bitch ass. The entire movie he's just whiny and like, you know, it. this is supposed to be the, the most ruthless person in the universe at the end and you're like, how did this guy come from that? You know? Um, I mean, everyone's got to start
3: somewhere. Yeah. Hiller started as a kid at one point too. Yeah, it's just
1: horny and whiny and cheesy. Like, for the majority of episode two, the, you know, love arc with him and Padme is great because it ends well in three, but it the is relationship
0: itself is very boring and yeah. uninteresting.
1: It, I don't think they have that much chemistry in two, either. Like, the actors didn't have right. the right chemistry. This um, so it's a little off.
0: I was kind of surprised you actually put Attack of the Clones above Phantom Menace. Or, sorry, Phantom Menace above Attack of the Clones. Uh, yeah.
1: That's because Darth Maul is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Liam Neeson is in one and not two. And Liam Neeson is great.
3: Qui-Gon is pretty great. Speaking of a show that I want more than anything, it's probably Qui-Gon. I want, like, early Qui-Gon.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Qui-Gon's definitely a character that you know you'd want to learn more about.
0: Um, what was I going to say? Same thing, kind of to your point, of Anakin being a little bitch-ass in 2. That's the biggest thing that bothered me about 1. I didn't give a fuck about Anakin because he was so goddamn annoying in Mm -hmm. Phantom Menace. Aside. you're the annoying little kid that's just in this show, and you're supposed to be, like, the chosen one. But I was like, I don't give a fuck about the chosen one in the show.
1: Like, See? It's like, okay, in one, you're like, yeah, he's a whiny little bitch. Okay. He's got a lot of growing to do, And then he hasn't fucking changed to episode two. He's still that whiny little annoying bitch. And you're like, no. In three, he finally does actually grow a little bit, which is great. Um, but, well, I mean,
3: he's been through an entire war, like, so... Yeah anything is gonna put you into your man card that's gonna be that yeah I, I feel I feel like that is, It was established really well with one and two like again you're he's a child learning and Obi-Wan in two is still learning how to teach him like you know there's there's still a lot of that going on where except while he's being a whiny little bitch he's a very capable person like I mean he's saving Obi-Wan's ass multiple times he's fucking just killing bitches left and right did pretty fucking well against Dooku by himself. I like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Still a whiny little bitch, too.
3: That's fine. But it just shows character growth, though.
0: I'm not going to say I don't like all of these movies, though. Like, as much as my... Or, Anakin was a little annoying bitch. Like, I still love that. I still love Phantom Menace.
3: I will probably happily say that I do not love or even really enjoy um, Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker. So...
0: I enjoyed them. I did. You would. I just them that because did. I I can do that. Like, there's lots of things I like. The- I, I just like just scenes
3: out of yeah. them. That was literally it. But anyway, I'm fair not fair. gonna make this a whole fucking thing. I no, hate them, but.
0: Um. Jeremy, you you been no. solo at night. Um,
3: yeah.
0: Dan and I. I did. Top yeah. four are, were all kind of interchangeable, like our worst four, but they were all the same. You had mm-hmm. you had Solo and Force Awakens in your in your worst four.
3: Um, so Force was obviously just rehash A New Hope, so it's like, do I? I don't really need to have that one as high twice, basically, because it is essentially the same movie, other than with the Han's death, which was again very telegraphed to me. But I, I really did enjoy that movie. Um, and same with Solo, it's just hard to put them above the other movies for me. Those two movies, I would still, en- again, I say I enjoy watching as Star Wars movies. I just like the other movies more.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Like, I feel like Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones stories are probably more important than Solo and Force Awakens. But I thought *Force Awakens* and *Solo* were a lot more enjoyable than *Phantom Menace* and *Attack of the Clones*.
3: I feel like you're also part of that new age. That imagine if *Attack of Clones* and *Phantom Menace* were made now with better, slightly better graphics, I don't think you probably sure, enjoyed them yeah. as much as kids as like me and Dan did. You know, I'm sure. Me and Dan yeah. grew up on that. And
1: was the uh, original Mary Sue. He was the original Ray. So,
3: well, again, other than, okay. other than him having to go through a war to, you know, grow as a person, and <laughs> having his loved one die, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. all right, all but right.
1: just accidentally destroys the uh, the hive mind in one of the like all the droids. That's
3: fair. It's okay. the forces will,
0: man. We so we broke, <laughs> so we broke through, kind of the bottom four. I figured those would kind of be fairly interchangeable. Um, Jeremy, we kind of just discussed why you put Phantom Menace there. But you did put Attack of the Clones over New Hope.
3: Yeah. Attack, I get. I think Attack of the Clones my nostalgia versus New Hope. I mean, I, I like New Hope and it, it establishes very well, but I just... Attack establishes so much more to me, especially if you, if you include the idea of the uh, you know, the show, so like I said, I uh there wasn't really much about tackle I Anakin's whiny shit and the love story was probably the worst part of that movie, but you know, tracking down Django Fett, I don't know, there was just so many good callbacks and shit, so establishment of the Camino.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Well, Battle on Geonosis was fantastic.
0: it's pretty sweet
1: the battles in the the prequels are definitely
0: pretty great
2: yeah
1: probably the best battles so yeah which we'll get into here in a minute because yeah that was Um, the one
3: thing i really oh sorry no
0: i i didn't really have anything important so
3: you're good (laughs) That, that was probably one of the reasons i put uh last jedi above rise too was that battle was it crate? The red planet, the dust. Oh yeah. Was it supposed to be crate, right? Pretty sure. it Was Was it crate? Anyway, whatever. Yeah, you know, know what the one about. with fucking red dust spitting up. It, it, that was. That was. Yeah, that was one of my favorite fucking images I've like or like battle scenes I've ever seen, just because of those stupid kickstands that had to fucking sit in the salt. Flat dust for some reason, kicking up that red dust. It was, it was just gorgeous. It was a very, very beautiful scene.
0: It was sticks in my mind. It was.
3: It was. The big old fucking walker with like the ape knuckles that kicked over and. I mean, it was
0: shit. essentially Hoth redone, kind of.
3: Yeah. About I just Hoth. like the red, the red dust for the contrast, made it look a lot better
0: all right so mm-hmm. let's kind of break into our top top five we kind of went through yours jeremy already why you put a of clones over at new hope
3: yeah
0: um dan how do you yeah. got rogue one at five
1: uh you know it's Sorry. just impossible for me to put it above the originals um
0: I mean, removing the fact that the originals are the originals, are they really better than Rogue
2: One?
1: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Rogue One is great, don't get me wrong. But, uh, like, Five is amazing. The redemption arc at the end of Six is great. And then Four is the OG that started it all. It's what literally established everything.
0: But that doesn't mean it's the best Star Wars movie, though.
1: I mean, doesn't it though? I mean, I not mean, only did it I mean, on everything, it does,
0: but I mean, Batman nineteen eighty nine was not the best Batman they ever made, but it was the first one that they made.
1: Yeah, but you know, oh. four holds up. Batman it does. Man, it does. Nineteen eighty nine maybe does not.
0: I just don't think um, Rogue Rogue One is. I or I feel like Rogue One is better than Episode Four. I, I in a lot of ways.
3: Rogue One's got one of the like the the biggest factors is it is a very good movie outside of being a Star Wars movie. Yeah, like, it's just
0: a fucking war movie. Exactly. I mean,
3: and literally the, the notch only one that's ever been called Star Wars
1: as the Star Wars movie is four.
0: But again, does that make it better?
1: Yes, yes it does. It it is just better. I mean, it's biased, like,
0: Dan. It's biased.
1: I don't know. Uh you know uh let's point 1 Obi-Wan Obi-Wan in 4 it's great um uh,
0: uh, he was just kind of an old he was just kind of an old guy a wise old man I know
1: but like the uh whole you know scene with him and Vader is like strike me down I'll be more
3: powerful sort of thing uh Okay, and now, I, I can't say I don't that's love that scene. But, like, you can't tell me out of everything you've seen with Obi-Wan and fucking Vader at this point, in every other rendition, is is not better, like, better than that scene? It, like, fucking Revenge of the Sith?
1: It makes that scene so much better. Everything just to a certain extent. To that scene, because all of a sudden you just get more tension, and it was still an amazing scene. And now you're like, that's an even more amazing scene.
3: It's true.
0: Fair enough. I'm not going to argue too much about it. I mean, it is it is good. I'm not going to say that it's like I don't like it. It's obviously in my top five. I just think Rogue One's a lot better. Rogue One's fucking amazing.
1: Um, Rogue One, uh, the Battle of Scarif is really good in Rogue One. Uh, Galen Erso?
3: There's not much that isn't very good. good in Rogue One.
0: You cared about almost you cared about all of the main the main characters except fucking like Bodie Rook. Cause he wasn't established very well.
2: Yeah.
1: And four does the exact same thing. You win you end up watching four and you care about Luke. You care about Han and Chewy. You care about Princess Leia. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, they killed a guy who I thought was gonna be like the savior of this at the beginning. If you like if you watched four first and Obi-Wan dies, because Obi-Wan's who they're like, oh, this is who's going to help us. And it's like, oh, maybe maybe not now. And it just sets up Luke now. Ugh. I don't know. It's a, it's a really good movie.
2: It is good. It's good.
1: Plus, uh, the Force in 4 is exactly what I you'd want the Force to be. It's kind of subtle and guiding. And I think it kinda gets away from you from four on.
0: I kinda like, like not it's... really seeing the force in Rogue One. Like seeing mm-hmm. everything else. Um
1: That's cool. just just the one bullshit moment of I am one with the force and force is with me and then everyone misses. Uh but yeah.
0: Who who's to say that he's not force sensitive
1: though? Uh, or you
3: know, the stormtroopers just have really bad aim. They are I mean,
1: notorious for that. Obi-Wan says they have really good aim. <laughs> uh,
3: you couldn't sense
0: the sarcasm? On. Come on. No.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. So that was your number five. Um, number four: all of us have Return of the Jedi. So,
1: yeah.
2: I, mean, I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty much.
1: Kind of <laughs> <at that point. laughs> it um, it's, deserves to be in the top five. Um, Vader's redemption at the end is amazing
2: Yep.
1: even even when you knew nothing about the story of Darth Vader um, and it was just six that redeemed Vader to being a good guy you still were like that's cool because of the way like you know Luke redeemed his father and he regained his father and then the prequels just added to it which is why it deserves to be ahead of most of the prequels.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, let's see. We all have different number threes. I have Rogue One. I fucking loved Rogue One. Um, But it's not better than Empire and episode three as well. Uh, I thought it was... I don't know, I think it was like one of the better Star Wars movies they made. I love all the Star Wars movies. But I think it was one of the most enjoyable and Again it was kinda ballsy. I know that you like kinda knew what was gonna happen, but it's like I honestly didn't expect him to kill everybody.
3: Right? right. I was
0: like, holy shit. And then Darth Vader, that whole scene?
3: Mm. Yep. Yep.
1: They all, all right. great suits. Yep. Yeah. I-, I have number uh at episode five here and my reasoning for this is not a lot happens in episode five it's just the heroes taken an l and it humbles them which is great needs to happen um it just doesn't make it the best movie for me uh like it's it's good to see them taken l you no know, they take the loss they get chased back you know with their tails between the legs but when you think of Star Wars scenes, I mean, you try to put Battle of Hoth is in there, and then everything else is kind of like it's Battle of Hoth and Bespin, and that's all you can really think of. But I mean, one Luke's training, but that scenes, wasn't really cinematically great. One of the biggest scenes
0: is finding out Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father.
3: Uh, not only in the cave. I mean, because in the cave comes my mind too, but obviously on Bespin.
1: Yeah, I mean... Then you get introduced there to. There are uh, scenes, damage, but cool. it doesn't seem like a ton of stuff happens. Not as much as six or four. I think more happens around five. Like, yeah, it's. I don't know how to say it's a bad movie. Obviously, I ranked it number three. Um, and I ranked it above six, just barely. But it's good to see, you know, more more happening. Like, right. It just it, it didn't feel like the story progressed a lot. Um, Luke grew, and, but Han didn't. Han doesn't really grow till six. Uh, well,
3: you get fucking frozen. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, kind of hard to go and you're stuck in nowhere.
1: Yeah, Leah doesn't grow until six, so it's really just Luke's growth arc, um, and then he still grows through six. So also it kind of or... feels a little frozen there in that sense. I mean, It hu- does humble the characters, which is g- what's good about it. That's about it.
3: So I feel, like are... I feel like my top three are. You're good. I feel like my top three are very interchangeable, like, depending on the day of the week. Because I, I do, these are my three favorite Star Wars movies. You know, Revenge, obviously, is three. Um,. There are some days of the week that I'll put *Revenge of the set at the number one, just because that movie—I don't know—is it like it's, like we've discussed? It is the it's the growth of Vader. Like you see Vader become this grown ass man trying to just protect his family, and then eventually become into what he is going to be, which is an ultimate evil.
1: So, yeah, uh, I too can flip my one and two as the day of the week, and it all has to do. With the Obi Wan Anakin thing, right? Because you that fight is the best one on one battle in movie history. Right. I will, I would argue that like there's not a superhero movie that's better than Anakin Obi Wan. There just isn't a movie. There's not like a. Yeah, there's definitely movie. not a
3: one on one.
1: Yeah, like, that is better than that.
3: Because I would, uh-huh. like, just off the top of my head, the Iron Man cap, but obviously. Uh, Winter Soldier's in that fight, too. That was pretty yep. pretty badass, but... That whole fucking scene. I, I love that. I love watching it uncut, you know, with all the other shit that's happening around, like, just because it... I don't know. I don't know how many times I've watched that fucking fight scene. Just yeah. randomly look it up on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I,
0: I put uh, Avenger of the Sith at uh, 2. Kind of like what you said, Dan, I probably could... Honestly, I probably could... No, I was going to say I could probably flip-flop my three, but I can't. One and two, for sure, for me. Um, I could flip-flop. Rogue One was really great, but I think... Just based on everything that happens in Episode 3 and Episode 5, and just the significance of those episodes... I can't put Rogue One over either of those two. Um, how come you put Rogue One over a real edge of the Sith, Jeremy? Any specific because without
3: it, they, can, they don't get to destroy the Death Stars in 4 and 6. Like, you know. I was just curious. Like, what I don't you, uh, it it it's kind it? of depends on the, the... For this one, it's more just depending on the, the style of movie I want to watch. If I want to watch a war movie and it wanted to be Star Wars, it's going to be Rogue One. If I want to watch, like, my childhood Star Wars with action, it's going to be Revenge of the Sith. If I want to watch classic Star Wars, it's going to be Empire. Like, that's just, you know, I don't know. Or, Rogue I mean, at this point, I'm going to watch them all in order. So Rogue One, that's I think that's probably the reason I put Rogue One up, is because it's such a good standalone movie that, like, I can go watch it by itself and not have to watch the other ones. Whereas the other ones, it makes me want to watch three fucking movies and it takes some time to watch three movies at this point.
0: Yeah. And it's, I'd probably say it's one of the most rewatchable Star Wars movies. Rogue mm-hmm. One. Again, because it is so much a standalone movie and it mm-hmm. just was just so great at so many things.
3: So yeah, I kind of love it. Like, I mean, it was like our discussion with you know Mando. It's like it's a very, like it it's such a game changer because it wasn't you know f- driven by space wizards. It was just like military, like militaristic fucking movie, where it, like Mando of season one isn't really driven by again space wizards. It's this guy just trying to make his way as a bounty
2: hunter.
0: Yeah. Well, since we discussed those. Um, we can kind of jump into this. Uh, I kind of want to go through each one and, uh, we don't have to rank them necessarily, but I'd like to go through each movie and establish what the best, I don't know if I want to say best, like, fight scene or should I just say the best scene?
3: Just go best scene. So, like, are we talking the best best, or are we talking our favorite?
1: Let,
0: let's say, uh, let's say favorite. Let's just go favorite. So, your favorite scene of the movie. All right, so we'll, we'll just jump to the top, only because me and Dan outrank you, Jeremy, with the Last Jedi being the worst. We'll just do the Last Jedi. Favorite scene in the Last Jedi. Why don't we? Definitely guess... the. Sorry, what were you gonna say?
3: No, you're good. You're good. I was thinking we should just do like chronological order, but I don't really want to end on the last, or on Rise of Skywalker, so.
0: Yeah. We could go backwards.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's do that then. We'll go Rise of Skywalker. We'll start. With I might just
3: make it, uh, keep it a little bit more like in order yeah, to. Sure. Easier on so, you. So,
0: best scene of, yeah, we'll just go newest to oldest. If that works. Or should we, no, chronological. Yep, that makes the no most
3: sense.
2: Okay. Chronological right, does make the bang most bang. sense, but bang like bang I said,
0: <laughs>
3: okay. that's why I said I was like I didn't really want to end on rise. So. So rise right. of Skywalker.
0: Um. Favorite scene. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of hard. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I know my it's favorite. favorite. What's yours? It's probably the All end. Right. Yeah, when Kylo fights the Knights of Ren. That's a good one.
0: And it's hard to say. Do you say? I mean, the whole end sequence, or you just you just say the end? Because I'm like,
1: I mean, yeah.
0: I I liked um, like when the
3: movie's over, just because you're glad to be done with it. Yeah, the end credits.
0: <laughs> no. see, I liked uh, Kylo. I really liked that arc of
3: him. His little his little redemption arc.
0: Yeah, but I also yeah i I'd, I'd honestly probably say that too, but I would have to put the Han Solo, you know.
2: Version of
0: him be like in there too like I combine that into one scene where he sees his dad again and throws his fucking lightsaber off the cliff he's like I'm fucking done with this and then he goes and fights the Knights of Rin. yes I would say that that was probably my favorite and made me feel really good it's like fuck
2: yeah
3: yeah I the, the Kylo fight with the Knights of Ren is pretty goddamn good The only other thing I I, that really stands out to my mind again is when Ray fucking cuts the goddamn wing off the tie whisperer, because that was just fucking badass. But Ray's obviously we've established that our our love of Ray, so. It was still a really cool scene though. No, it's fucking fantastic. It was really, really awesome. I do I kinda like the I guess the force fights between her and Kylo. Like where they're kinda transporting across the universe to each other.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Kinda of cool, but I think, yeah, Knights nice Ren fight probably does take the cake.
0: Last Jedi, I we probably are all gonna have the same one, I'm guessing, but it's in Snokes Red Room. Where they
1: yep, absolutely
0: fighting the Praetorian guards. I watched that scene
1: today too. Yeah. Weird. I would argue that's a top three scene in all of Star Wars.
2: <laughs> Coming yeah,
1: from I a movie totally that is that great, it yeah. is an amazing scene.
3: As far as like an actual like physical combat scene, yes. Yeah. I, I, I still love the, the fucking crate. Like the little bit of a space battle, or you know, like the, I guess ship battle that you get there, it's kind of fun, especially with the contrast. But, um, yeah, you don't really beat that fight. Force Awakens. Han dying.
0: It's hard to say that's the best scene because it made me so sad. (laughs)
1: literally wept.
0: I'd probably have to say yeah. I'd probably have to say that. that one affected me the most and made me feel the most emotions just in general. Because I was like, it really felt like, I knew it wasn't gonna happen, but it really felt like Ben, like going back and watching it, like you felt like Ben was like, I really don't have the strength to do this. Like to me, I was like, he wants to give up the dark side and then he ends up killing him, which is like, oh, he was just, you know, he was lying. But honest, obviously when you watch the whole trilogy, he's pretty conflicted on actually wanting to be on the dark side. So I feel like he was like, I don't know if I have the strength to do this, you know, and then he's like, fuck it, you know, and just did it anyways. I, yeah, I thought that was a really powerful scene. I feel like that scene gets better now that the whole trilogy happened. And then, you know, what his whole
3: arc. See, Force Awakens had a lot of good ones in my it mind. Did. like did. They really w- did. I would, like, because, I, I mean, the Han Dining thing was just too telegraphed for me to enjoy it as much. But, um, the fucking, uh, the scene where, uh, they're in Maz's cafe or whatever, and then the fucking, the First Order shows up and is attacking, and then the fucking, the Alliance comes and saves their ass fucking Poe flying around, just destroying people as a fucking ACE X wing pilot. It was fucking gorgeous in my mind. Um, so it, it has to have an honorable mention there because I love that scene. But I think the thing that got me the most hype for the sequel trilogy was the very first scene where Poe is getting the info from the first order and Kylo fucking stops that goddamn blaster bolt midair, just holds it there, having a conversation and fucking lets it go. The whole first scene with that the first order was super intimidating and fantastic and i I love like again the humanity that finn shows by you know it's like why the fuck are we killing these villagers it was set up very well by jj and then it just goes downhill from yeah i was gonna bring up that
0: that intro too because that one's one of the most memorable for me because um and just my generation this was my this was my Star Wars trilogy. This was the first one I got to see as it came out, um, and so I was fucking pumped. Like you were saying, like I was so. It, it was
3: such a hype scene, man. Like
0: and that whole beginning, I was like, holy shit, holy shit. You know, like what's going on? And then Kylo, he's so badass. You're like, dude, this guy is so menacing. And then they're just fucking mowing down all the civilians. You're like, holy shit. Like this is crazy. And they're like, oh, yeah.
2: You're like.
3: And then, I mean, you just watch him sense the hesitation in Finn's fucking, Mm -hmm. you know, mind, whatever. And I don't know. They're just holding that fucking laser bolt sitting there while he's fucking talking to people. And then it's like, while he's walking away, it's just, oh, I'm gonna let this go now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you were holding your breath that whole fucking beginning scene. Because you're like, Mm -hmm. oh my god, they are just, no fucks given, they're killing everybody. It's like, oh, my God, is he going to kill Poe? I don't know. <laughs> he fucking stabs that old guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't remember his name. He has a real name. I don't remember. Um. All right, so what is in the next chronological order? So are we going just episode six?
3: It'd, yeah, it'd have to be six.
0: Okay, yep, Return of the Jedi. Um. Favorite scene for me... I'd probably have to say the end. Final, you know. The whole city of Darth Vader, Luke, all being there, and then Vader sacrificing himself. I'd say that was the best scene in that movie. For me. Had the most impact. For sure.
1: Um, I'm going to throw a wild card in here and say... Uh... When they're tied up by the Ewoks and they think CP3O is a god, <laughs> and Luke uses his, um, uses the force to like make it look like he has powers. So
3: that's a good one. It's a very, I like it. I, I do enjoy that scene very much. Yep. Yep. It's probably not my favorite, <laughs> but it's a very good one. It's definitely probably my um,
0: favorite C3 scene.
3: I think mine on that's going to be when Luke. Is on Tatooine and entering Jabba's hut as this man with a plan plans to get captured. Knows what the fuck's gonna happen. I just love the the confidence he has. Is you know he kind of you know towards the ends of his training, I guess, or you know it's yeah. like he just oozed fucking confidence, and I loved it. Again, that's what brings me back to liking him in Mandalorian. Because he
0: was the ultimate badass at this point. You're like, he's yep. he is a Jedi Knight now.
2: like,
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. Kill him. Um,
0: yeah. Empire. Empire Strikes Back. There was a lot of good scenes in Empire. Like, you know, the whole Dagobah stuff. Hoth. Everything on Hoth was great. Bespin mm-hmm. was great.
1: Um... I like the scene in Bespin where Vader's sitting there at a table and the table's set with food on it. And he's like, <laughs> let's just have a meal.
0: They just walk in. He's I just the only one in there. Fire <laughs> and he's like, no. That's <laughs> I nice. know. Um, yeah. My favorite scene, though, is, again, the ending, finding out Vader is uh, Luke's father. I was like, holy shit. The whole kind of build-up to that.
3: Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree. The only other thing... Was just the again the the Dagobah cave scene where he, you know chops off and he's he's in the helmet just a, a little bit of tease to it so
0: yeah episode four I don't know I don't really
2: I want to say the
0: fight between Obi Wan and Vader. That's definitely what? the best scene probably. Yeah,
3: probably. Probably the best. So boring. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say my, my favorite's gotta be the trench run. Yeah, where that, that was a fucking it's fun definitely. scene in like Han coming in back to save the you know, save him from Vader, basically. It was it was such a good fucking scene. But I see and that's like I was trying to I guess allude to earlier is again you have that revenge of the Sith fight and you just want a couple more swings thrown in this fight now like especially now that we've seen that i i love as a kid cuz like you know they did swing a couple times and you're like oh these are glow sticks you know but after watching the prequels it's hard to enjoy that fight as much as you used to i would probably especially agree, watching be all acrobatic
0: you know blowing up the death star and everything that whole sequence was pretty wonderful
1: that uh, the Obi I, like, I like that better than the
0: Obi Wan Invader
1: fight. It, it holds so much weight, especially now.
0: It does, so. but
3: I it, again, it would. It probably goes down as the best, but personal favorite trench run. Yeah,
2: I
0: would agree with you, Jeremy. Episode three. Uh, we're going Obi uh, Oh, so yeah, the, sorry, 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 He's the champ. One. Um. Darth Vader scene at the very end. Easy pick for me. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the Battle of Scarif uh, no, coming
1: in and, uh, like, kind of at the end of the little, was it, shootout on, was it Jakku? And that they think he's, they're like, oh, shit, that might be, like.
3: An actual Imperial. An thing. actual
1: Empire droid. And he's just like, no. Just coming you here to see. save your asses. <laughs> yeah, they just
2: shot him. You're like, oh my okay, god, dude, they got them already. No yep. I don't
0: know. Yeah, that Vader scene fucking gave me chills when I saw that in theaters. I was like, holy fuck. That's what that Luke uh, scene in The Mandalorian reminded me of, though.
1: Yeah, it was like well, Luke's getting see, his Vader And I didn't scene. necessarily like that scene. I thought you could take it out of Rogue One and it'd still be an excellent movie.
0: You could, but it was definitely my. It was my favorite. Yeah, so exactly. We're going on favorites, ass. man.
1: Yeah. It was so badass. K2 better than
3: uh, K2
0: c It was the most menacing. I'd probably seen Vader before.
3: Yeah. It's hard not to enjoy that Vader scene. I, I don't think I could argue that's not my favorite. Um, not a good scene I, do lo- I do love the climb that fucking Urso and Cassian have to kind of go throughout the tower. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun When they're fun getting bit. the plans. Yeah. I
1: also like when they just accept their death. They're just sitting yeah. on a beach like, we about to die. Mm-hmm. But they're fine with it. It's like, the gorgeous
3: beach Jabba to die on, me. man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like this down with it. That's a good scene.
0: This is kind of a hot take on the sound probably, but uh, I, I think Rogue One had the best Star Wars soundtrack. Star Wars. Uh,
1: Jabba's Palace? Nope. Hello?
0: uh every rogue one song that came on was so fucking unique i was like and maybe it was just because it was different but i was like every song fucking loved and so like when again to that point when she's climbing that tower to get the plans it's just so intense like and like krennic is obviously trying to fucking get her like holy shit is he gonna fucking get like you don't know what's gonna happen you're like he could kill her right now had no idea Love, um, love that whole
1: But is that more iconic than, like, Boomer Bomb working? Ho"? Doesn't even make <laughs> sense. Together. Yeah. Oh, uh, but stuck in your head. Jabba's Palace song or, or, gets or just, stuck in your head. Or just
0: the Cantina Band. All right, uh, all right. Sorry, I got a soft track. Moving on to solo. Best scene. Probably Casura
3: for me. Yeah, no, Dad, you can't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Coop's gonna win that that music arrangement. So it's hard yeah.
0: because, to me, it just had so many good ones throughout the whole entire movie. Like it probably didn't have like the best Star Wars song, but it had so many good ones throughout the whole entire thing that were just so different than each other the whole time.
3: But how many memes have you seen of two people lining up and then the fucking Duel of Fates shows up? All right. Like, <laughs> there All right. Is, you're not going to beat Duel of the Fates, man. Or the Imperial March. Or the Cantina shit. Like, there's just nothing. Not that I don't agree that it had a great soundtrack, but... All right. All right. But,
0: Solo. Solo. Favorite scene. And the best scene to me is the Kessel run. And kind of the it's kind of hard because like the Kessel run itself was great but like the whole build up of the Kessel run when they're escaping that cave and fucking Chewbacca's fucking ripping people apart and you know they <laughs> liberated all the droids and shit and they're trying to escape and get the I don't even remember what the chemical was or like the mineral or fucking resource or whatever they had to get I don't remember what it was called But that that whole scene was my favorite in Solo. There's quite a few good scenes in Solo, though. Even the very beginning, when he's running away with Kira. Like, after uh, they were escaping that place, and they're fucking running away from the stormtroopers, and he's just like...
1: I think uh, Woody Harrelson's character dying is the best scene. Just because it's like oh, I was paying attention, bitch. <laughs> and then, like, right after that, Woody Harrelson was right about Kira leaving. And he's right. like, oh, wait, maybe I wasn't paying complete attention. but
3: Right.
0: I might take my Kessler-run scene back.
3: It <laughs> just fight, changes mind with everyone like, on the scene.
0: The fight with Han and Kira and... um, Oh, what the fuck was his name? Um Paul Bettany's character. I don't remember his fucking name. Guy with all yeah. the scars on his face. <sighs> the fight between all three of them though. That was that was really cool. And then you got to see Darth Maul.
1: Was it like Drummond or something? I, I wanted to say it. it was
0: like Dryden.
1: Dryden, yeah, that's it. Dryden boss. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that whole scene. What was yours, Jeremy?
3: Your favorite. Uh, so, that was kind of another tough one because it is just a very down to earth, like space, you know, hi- like heisty movie. Mm-hmm. I love the card game scene with Lando. That's hard not to enjoy. Um, when L337 holds the fucking droid revolt in the mines, that was <laughs> hilarious. I don't. I think my favorite one's probably got to be the train heist that failed. Yeah. It's because I love heisty shit and that's I feel like that's where Solo really it, it kind of stood out to me is that like a heisty movie in the Star Wars universe and then I don't know Oh no, man canon.
0: fuck I just thought of it <laughs> I just thought of but, the, right.
3: sorry but yeah no you're good but I I don't know yeah I'm, I'll probably go train scene probably with the droid revolt being close second just because L37 L3 L3 L337 I think so. Is, uh, she's pretty fucking badass.
0: The more I think about it, though, I keep thinking of more. Like when he was a, uh, mm-hmm. when he first got separated with Kira, and he like joined, um, and he was that that mud trooper, that whole little war scene. Oh, was like, oh yeah, that was, was really cool. And then, um, <laughs> and then he met Chewie. Uh, Chewie. Yeah. I was like, oh my yeah. god.
2: He yeah, that was a hard one. Not he to just enjoy starts enjoy speaking Wookie. <laughs>
0: You're like. Is that fucking true? Yeah, that was a great scene. There's quite a few great scenes. Now that I'm thinking back. I was having a hard time. Now I'm like, there's a lot of good ones.
1: But also, we uh, have established because you disrespected John Williams that your opinion matters n- at not at
0: all. <laughs> matters not. Matters not. Yeah.
3: Who even? I don't even know who scored Rogue One.
1: Who See, that's the thing. John Williams was involved in every other soundtrack except for Rogue, Rogue Mon, One.
2: Rogue One. That's kind of
3: crazy. Well, I don't though. think it
1: was involved in Solo either, but.
0: And Mandalorian, Mandalorian had a wonderful soundtrack as well. Is it? It's fine. Maybe I'm just I just like different Star Wars music.
2: Like obviously hey, I man. love the
0: classic, but when they do something different, like, ooh, this is really cool. It's like still Star Warsy, but it's different.
3: Um Michael G. Nacho. Mm
2: hmm
3: well, I was just looking at the composer for Rogue One.
0: Revenge of the Sith. Pretty pretty obvious.
3: Wait, 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 before you go on to that. The one thing did anyone else feel like Solo Han was a shitty pilot? Other than the Ketzel thing? I mean I know it's showing his growth as a pilot kinda, but she's not a terrible pilot. I feel yeah. like that in the beginning. And, like, more terrible than someone that becomes this ace pilot later should be. Yeah. Like, I expected him to be, like, Anakin-level good... like, pod racing. Like, just fucking... I mean, the,
1: the scene on... on Corilla is... pretty good of his, like, driving skills. He kind of screws it at
3: the end, but... And I That's
2: feel like probably, maybe... I was,
3: just, I was just curious on everyone's thoughts on that real quick. Sorry. And I feel like
0: I... he maybe isn't even... Like, I know it's like, he's this fucking wonderful pilot, but honestly, if you like think back on it, it's like, I feel like we're just kind of believing what Han's saying. He's like, I'm the fucking best pilot in galaxy. It's like, it's he, true. probably not. He's just being an arrogant asshole saying, I'm the fucking best. It's true. Like, even in Solo, he's like, I'm the fucking best. You
3: know? Well, I think it was pretty recent that didn't they canonically, or canonically say that like, he's better than Vader at one point? I don't know. I, mean, I was saying it was in a comic book. I don't remember, though. I'll just go look at it. All right. Anyway, on to of, of the Sith. Sith.
0: Pretty obvious. But last battle yep. scene between him and him and, uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan.
1: Wait a minute there. Uh, you're not telling me hello there isn't the best scene? Hello
3: there. Uh,
2: hello
3: there. I'm going to just go with They're the whole over. movie. <laughs> <laughs> No, no I
1: Anakin Obi Wan. I just wanted to say hello
3: there. But the fucking the opening battle scene too, like you fucking come in on them flying in their Jedi starfighters, it is my favorite. It is my favorite space scene in the entire fucking movie or the entire entire series. That's like fair. the fucking, the fucking Anakin showing off his fucking piloting skills, taking out some Buzz Droids, and then fucking crash landing in Grievous' ship. I just don't know. But yes, the fucking lightsaber duel is obviously my favorite. There's just a lot of close seconds in that fucking movie.
0: Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do?
3: How do you (laughs) (laughs) know?
0: I love when he killed those kids. Or you could even say when Order 66 is executed.
2: Mm hmm. Then just just fucking mow down all the Jedi's.
1: Obi-Wan shooting Grievous and being like,
2: fuck how, this guy,"
1: you know?
3: No, it was How Uncivilized.
1: How Uncivilized, yes. But...
3: God damn it. Just Obi-Wan in that entire movie is the greatest thing.
1: Yeah.
3: Pinnacle Obi-Wan.
0: Yes. Attack of the Clones? Uh, Battle of Geonosis for me.
2: Oh.
0: The scene was just too much fun.
3: Yeah. Um, I'd probably go Obi Wan and Django's fight. Uh,
1: uh, Kamino, yeah.
3: That yeah, that's one stands out in my mind. I mean, I love the Battle of Geonosis, especially with the Coliseum, and then like again, it's it's pinnacle Clone Wars before you actually get a little bit of Clone Wars, but
1: uh, I, I just go with Finny top Yoda.
3: <laughs> yeah, they the Count Dooku fight.
1: Yep. where Yoda's so just good. spinning around. You're like, oh, Yoda can lightsaber.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was good.
3: You guys didn't enjoy the whole Apple Force thing? It Cutting was a pear, I think. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. No, I think you're right. It was a fucking pear.
1: It was bullshit is what it was.
0: And last but not least, one super difficult. Phantom Menace my favorite scene
3: I don't know if it's super difficult
0: <laughs> I was being sarcastic my favorite scene is when Padme becomes a pedophile <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, starts yeah. hitting on a six
0: year old um, no fucking Duel of Fates obvious for me
1: Uh, what about mm-hmm. There's Always a Bigger Fish
3: yeah, yeah. that was pretty great yep yeah.
0: Duel of the Fates. Is that is one of the best scenes in all of Star Wars. Duel of the Fates.
3: Well, especially like I don't know. It's hard not to enjoy it, especially like having listened to Baloney. Dave Loney. Yeah. That fucking That's a that explanation of it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Of their lives, it's it's the fate of Anakin. Yeah.
3: Pod race that would be pretty close. Pod racing Second, is fun, dude. yeah.
0: But fuck, dude, Little of the Fates.
3: Mhm. It I brought us into what that like the whole prequel was, which was badass lightsaber fights.
0: And then seeing Darth Maul go, and then it coming out the yep. other end, you're like, "Oh my god!" Dual lightsaber, her double-sided lightsaber. Holy shit. Dan, that's obviously your favorite, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's...
0: Right. And favorite scene in the Christmas special is... No, just kidding.
1: I mean, uh, I do want to say Happy Life Day to everyone out there. The original
0: Christmas special.
3: Yeah, well... It
1: wasn't Christmas, it was Life Day. Gosh. You're Right.
3: He's just a young Dan yeah. When?
1: True.
2: I'm only
0: twelve.
3: It's The same reason he liked the sequel trilogy so much.
0: Dan likes it more than I do.
3: Dan's uh, also he's a hypocrite. Really
0: so. Um. I just initially enjoyed it? all three of those movies, though.
3: I mean, she is hot, but I, I, she beat what's her butt? What? Who's Jennifer? So's oh, actress.
0: Felicity Jones. That's it. I'd say Daisy Ridley, yeah.
3: It's hotter than and Felicity I'd Jones.
1: I'd probably go Daisy Ridley in that. Thank like nice
2: Kyra.
3: Y'all are crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, Kira. Too. What about Kira Dune? But does anyone really beat Natalie Portman?
1: No, of course not. No one beats Pat Natalie Portman. Yeah.
0: The, what's what's the really long-lipped girl that sings I and I,
2: I thought you
3: were gonna say Maz, but Ma's come on <laughs> little I'm beady sure. eyes.
1: She's pretty hot. Uh, bon Motha though. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh.
3: It's a list for another day. <laughs> Top ten hottest aliens in Star Wars. Uh,
2: the hey, Toad Girl from
1: Mandalorian.
3: Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. At least we, right. we know she okay. can reproduce.
0: It's true, and then grow good. like a all the woman. Lyrics.
3: Well.
2: Imagine what that it. tongue do though.
3: Ew. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. <laughs> yup.
0: Duck, <Yuck>, Jeremy.
3: <laughs> Not
0: appropriate. Um.
3: No, no, yeah. sorry, appropriate, it's fine. All I right. I was talking about cooking me dinner, man.
0: No. Well, we're She's ending this, still we're still ending this right. goddamn episode, Jeremy. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um. Next episode will be uploaded next Friday, so stay tuned <clears> for that. And if you're feeling so generous, please consider subscribing. And I guess until next time, we'll see you later.